The best stories tell of heroes tasked with defending the innocent from great evils. Evil so terrible and deceptive, knowledge of its very existence is guarded so closely, mortals believe them only to be nightmares. After all, knowledge is power. Guarding such knowledge was the charge of the Septum Thraconi, the Seven Thrones, a powerful angelic order sworn to protect the worshippers of their god. Peace was enjoyed under their protection for many ages. The clashing of ambition broke that peace. Vyclane Ildemar led the order under the pretense to purify the question, the most volatile of his charges. Instead, vied to gain its power in order to control mortals. The question, however, proved to be far more pernicious and insatiable than he could have imagined. The irresistible power Vyclane tried to possess enveloped his son, Volkin. Through him, the question destroyed the order completely. The question, thence unrestrained, assimilated the mind of Volkim, ravaging the memories and knowledge of its newfound container. Unable to resist, Volkim became a captive in his own body, his mind and even his very soul twisted to the will of the being he swore to destroy. Then he felt it. He felt within himself the overwhelming desire to consume. He fed it all the manuscripts and tomes and manuals he could, and still it asked. He fed it himself. The memories and teachings of his long life were mere trifles to the famine within him, and still it begged. He fed it so much of himself, it became us. Nothing would stop us. So we took others, fed on their minds to subsist. One mind nearly destroyed us. We can't know how we were damaged. Some things are still secrets, even from us. We subsist on less now. Knowledge can be dangerous, even to us. Illness is the enemy of appetite. Take only what can be missed and forgotten, carefully, logically, and above all, discreetly. In dark caverns, the hopes and dreams of the privileged lie upon the backs of slaves. They lust for gold and precious stones, exchanging the lives they own for fortune and power. But in the darkness, amid the rock and stone, the Iron Dwarf was forged. Tork was born to a wealthy dwarf with many vices. His father's greed was matched only by the thrill of chance. With nothing left to gamble, he bet his own son against the deed to a slave-powered mine. His bet was lost, as was his son's freedom. Growing up a miner is common for a dwarf, but the lash marks on his back were not. Despite this bondage, Tork brought a smile to every other slave. 
The ease of his laugh was matched only by the shortness of his temper. First to attack a guard in a riot, last to succumb to the brunt of the rod. Curiously, it was seen that the more mad and passionate he became, the less the punishments of his labor affected his body. His eyes, mad with adrenaline, glowed bright in the darkness, and rocks crumbled under his unbroken hands. When it was discovered that the slaves were playing their own games of chance amongst each other, Torque took all of the blame, as he had won every match. Chained to the foundation stone of the mine for all to bear witness, he laughed, for the guards could make no mark on his broad back. Other slaves were brought before him to be punished in his stead. The chains tightened as he screamed for them to stop. The foundation stone shifted under his fury and the mine collapsed to ruin. None were spared. None but one. Torque rose from the rubble unharmed. The blood in his ears wrung as he walked away from the only life he had ever known. The Iron Dwarf was free, and it was not the last time the world would tremble before him. I grew up with my tribe of wood elves. Our elders would pass down our history through storytelling, so I spent many nights listening to our tribe's history around the fire. Here I learned of many of our great heroes and wanted to be just like them. One day, while foraging in the forest, I came across a baby deer that had been trapped under a rock. I helped free the young fawn and was surprised with the spirit of the forest. Because of my good deed, the spirit granted me the power of the forest. I returned to my tribe and told them the story, and they were very excited for me, and we began to explore my powers. I learned to use my powers to heal and to manipulate nature. Shortly after receiving my powers, odd things began to happen. Our elders would tell the history around the fire, but would not stop and would do so until they died. My tribe suffered much loss. As we grasped to find the cause of this curse, many members began to point fingers at me. I was then exiled, cast out to live alone. I returned to the forest in search of the spirit that gave me my powers, searching for answers but found none. I made my home in the forest, living among the animals, where I found a mighty treant who protected the forest. He became my mentor and helped to look after me, as he did for all life in the forest. Together, we defended the forest from the elements, from monsters, and from men. While growing up in the forest with the creatures and my mentor, they helped me to discover my powers even further. I learned that I had wild shape, the ability to turn into animals. However, my powers could not save my mentor. He had fallen ill, and as he passed, he granted me one last gift, his tender soul. Now, a piece of him I carry with me always. He protects me still, even in death. <laughs> 
Before he passed, he reassured me that what happened to my tribe was not my fault, that something else caused it. Now I will perfect my abilities. I will find the answers, and I will return to my tribe once more. Like so many foster children, Thane was an outsider. Because of this, no one in the temple could fully accept him. It was through sheer grit and determination that he rose to be one of the top assassins in the Order. Thane and his best friend Gerard realized that the only people they could trust and rely on were each other. Both taken before the age of eight, as was customary for all prospecting assassins. They had no one to write to or visit, unlike all the other children who were sons and daughters of lords and kings. Unlike Gerard, who has fond memories running through the streets outside of Celestia, Thane has no memories before he was taken by Master Syrian. His life essentially began the day he started his brutal training. After thousands of hours studying in the library and mastering hundreds of weapons, it's time for his final test. Thane is to enroll at the prestigious school of Torchbearer Academy for a mission so secret even he does not yet know his objective. Dragons campaign. We're playing 5th edition, and I am the Dungeon Master, Rick Martin. Joined by... I'm Eric. I'm Calvin. Shane. Eric. We have a varying amount of experience role-playing between us. I've done quite a bit, so is Calvin. Aaron has done a little less. And Eric and Shane, you can see the entirety of their experience mm -hmm. on the channel for our DCC campaign, Dungeon Crawler Classics. Yeah, okay. Tabletop roleplay. Yes. Not, okay. No, no, no. Not the kinky stuff. Yeah, which you have even less of. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a homemade campaign and homemade adventures, mm -hmm. at least starting out. So there's nothing to really follow along with, but hopefully I'm going to have, at least for our patrons, access to a special wiki that I'm making. That has all the background world information, the characters, some secrets that the players aren't allowed to know, stuff yep. like that. Oh, man. So I'll be announcing how to access that in maybe the next session. Uh, for this first one, 
the characters will introduce themselves in a moment, but I'm going to read my introduction that sort of introduces the world, how magic and gods work, things like that. Okay. So everyone's up to the same amount of speed, and then we'll get right into it. You can expect this every other Sunday is the current plan. So come back. If you like the first one, be sure to subscribe. You don't like it, come back anyways. Magic has been part of Nexus for as long as history remembers. It flows through all life in varying degrees. Some were created by it, like owlbears. Some creatures may wield it. And some beings, like the great mysterious dragons, seem to have an even closer relationship to it. Though it has always existed, the time in which we begin our tale has seen it blossomed. It is more widespread and more powerful than ever before. In the previous age, magic had to be seriously studied and carefully practiced. Now, people are born with magical abilities, called apps, that are able to uh, be used with innate ease. This change has not gone unnoticed by the gods. Though ever-present, they have increased their meddling in the affairs of mortals as of late. If there is a connection to magic's new accessibility with the gods, it has not been revealed. It is undeniable that the gods have begun granting their terrestrial champions greater powers, whether because of this new magic potency, some secret knowledge, or fear of something greater. Civilization has struggled to adapt. Those already willing to abuse their mundane powers for selfish gains now fuel their greed with magic and seem almost unstoppable. But there is hope yet. With the rise of arcane affinity, so has a collection of persons risen to the challenge. Academies whose promise to civilization is to simply create heroes. Though these academies may differ much on their philosophy, they all agree on one core tenet, altruism through adversity. You have all been accepted by one such institution, Torchbearer Academy. It is the oldest and most respected hero academy. Merely graduating can offer you prestige, connections, and trust the world over. However, there's something more to this school. Alumni are called the Marked, because each receives a magical brand that greatly enhances their own innate abilities. This powerful secret is well hidden and only granted by those Torchbearer Academy finds worthy. Today is the start of this opportunity. You're surrounded by a highly curated group of students. Some look like they belong here, others don't. Regardless of this, great things will be expected of you. You stand on a teleportation circle overlooking a vast plateau, which could be a world of its own. It seems to have forests, waterways, hills, and tall rocky outcroppings that stretch on forever. Sprinkled among these stony pillars, there are several dome buildings of similar make, but unconnected from one another. Most appear to be stone, but at least some appear to be completely glass, with a sparkling forest inside. Your guide, a gangly old woman named Gladys, takes you to the closest of these domes. The doors are already thrown wide. In a hectic flash, you are introduced to a handful of professors, fellow students, and given a slip of paper with your room number. A large group of students begin filtering away to find their rooms, and you join. Through a series of portals, the pack gets smaller and smaller as others find their rooms. You finally find yours, but you are not alone. So the four of you are in your new dorm room. You are meeting each other for the first time. What does the dorm room look like? Um, it has two series of bunk beds. There are four small desks, several bookshelves. Uh, there is a large window on one wall. It's almost completely windowed, and you can look out onto the plateau. Is it a great plateau? It is a great plateau. I'm going to walk over and look at the beds. Okay. Try to see if one feels more comfortable than the other. 
Yeah. Make like a perception check. I get this one. Eleven. You have to use your powers to see fourteen what comes up where. It's fourteen. Um, they feel about the same in comfort, but you do find one with a green comforter. Is it a top bunk? Maybe it's a chest. Yes. Ah. You can assess your dominance. You actually like the top bunk? I'm a wood elf. I grew up in the trees. <laughs> I want to be high. I grew so, up in a mine. I like to dig a I, hole and sleep in it. Elor ignores anyone else he sees right now, walks over, begins to set up in the top bunk with the green cover. Does anyone introduce themselves? You're all in a room with four strangers who you're going to be sharing this bedroom with for at least a little bit amount of time. What does everybody look like? You uh, notice a, a wood elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, has kind of dark, longer hair. Yeah. Um, walking over to a bunk. And setting his stuff up, he's kind of got like a green cloak on and whatnot. Yeah. So that's that's one. That's, what, okay. that's one person you see. Another person you see is a, a well-concealed figure underneath a heavy cloak and hood, with um, almost like chemical goggles or like a plague doctor. Mm. Okay. So you have a big nose. Okay. No, and, uh, I guess the goggles. <laughs> my character has uh, dark green and. Dark, dark brown uh, uh, robes. Okay. Um, his hood is down. Uh, he's got dark hair. You can't really make out his build from the robes. He looks, you know, average build to athletic, mm. average height. Um, he seems friendly. He introduces himself. Hi, guys. My name is Thane. Um, I'm from Celestria. Um, that's pretty much it right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, who are you guys? Where are you from? My character is short, stocky, a dwarf, big beard. A uh, big scorch mark on his forehead. Yeah. That uh, he's not. He doesn't like want to like hide it or anything. But it's like one of the first things you see. Other than that's a like a short, stocky dwarf. It's like what the hell is there a burn mark on his head? You know. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. Also friendly, easy to smile. What was your name again? Thane. 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 Greetings, Thane. I'm Torque. Torque. How are you? Extend a big old hand out. Torque, it's it's good to meet you. Good to meet you, Thane. So we're at a school, right? Yep. Torchbear Academy. Okay, well Thane, what are you doing here? Well, I'm here for the hero program. Mm. I work really hard in school for my hometown of Celestria. Mm. It's not really a town, it actually it's a pretty uh, blossoming city. I'm just here to work hard and uh, get my certification in the Hero Academy and hopefully get the mark that the alumni get. So, uh, you know, I just, you know, want to keep my head down and learn as much as I can and do my work. Do you know much about this mark that we're trying to get? Uh, well, um, I don't know much about it. I just know that it gives us access to a lot of things that uh, the normal population doesn't have access to. So it's very prestigious. Mm. You know, it's an honor to get it. So that's well, why I'm here. I've had marks on my body before, and I don't really want another one. I just stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is silent. <laughs> they don't know if he's joking, you know, or not. I'm going to continue to put myself away, climb up to my bunk, mess with my pillows and my comforter, trying to get it just right. I'm used to hard surfaces, trees and such. Hey you! What about you? What's your name? Uh, the elf looks down, and then down further, <laughs> to this dwarf. A douche, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Who are you? My name is Elor. Elor? Elor. Elor? Elor. Elor. Okay. I knew an Elor. <laughs> Elor. Elor. Who are you? I'm Torque. He nods. Kind of goes back to putting his stuff away. Torque nods. 
also starts putting his stuff away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start putting my stuff away in the other lower bunk. Okay. So is the dwarf taking the bunk under the elf? I definitely want a bottom bunk. <laughs> There's still one more upper bunk. There's two bottom bunks. Yeah, I'll take an, uh, a lower bunk. I'll take a lower bunk. I would love the dwarf to have the top bunk on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get up there. He doesn't really love heights. <laughs> Besides, it's hard to bring his uh, his sleeping axe next to him in the top bunk. Ah, he feels see. very comfortable with a weapon. Do we all we all have our weapons with like, everything Assuming we have with us? You got your gear. With yeah. our whole gear. Yeah, you came in. Are there like closets and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're wardrobes. I just got a big old trunk I put the foot of the bed, or under the bed, Yes, there are trunks yeah. at the foot of the bed. Did we each get our own trunk? Yes. Mm, good. Okay. I'm gonna, you have to share it. I kind of set myself up. I'm going to climb back down, put it, uh, my weapons and stuff away in my mm-hmm. trunk. The dwarf just climbs into the trunk, reminds him of under the mountain. <laughs> Don't touch this stuff. I look over at this, is mine. this dwarf and say, it's a nice axe you have. Thank you, elf. Uh, what's your name again? El- Elor. Elor. Thank you, Elor. I'm proud of this axe. Found it as soon as I came out of the mine. Okay. <laughs> what What mine? Oh, the mine I grew up in. It's not there anymore, though. Did keep the axe. All right. Continue to put my stuff away. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how does this dwarf is. There's one unintroduced character so far. <clears throat> I really don't. Elor kind of shows little interest in anybody currently. I'm gonna take the lower bunk. I mean, uh, well, I think he was in the lower bunk too. So you both underneath him. Now the dwarf was underneath me. All I, I know is I said I want a lower bunk before you did. <laughs> well, I said I was taking the lower bunk before either of you said. Well, my stuff so you there. guys better. Well, I it call out. this lower bunk. You guys can squabble out over that lower bunk. But sir, you were the last to call a lower bunk. I put my stuff on it. Yeah, you know, I'll take the top bunk. It doesn't really matter with me. Like You're talking problem. to him? Yes. So if you insist on taking the lower bunk, then... I do. Okay. Well, doesn't bother me. You don't even know his name yet. Do you want to ask his name? No. Bunk Stealer. So, you get into your bunks. It's been a long journey here. Going through the teleportation portals for the first time did not help your energy at all. So, you were able to sleep somewhat quickly. I need everyone but Elor to leave the room. Everyone but me? I'm in trouble. I have detention. So is that one? Okay. <laughs> Die of a heart attack in your sleep. What? No. Oh. You have a dream. You were in battle with a hooded figure. Darkness is about to consume both of you and is only fought back by a single torch lying on the floor between you. Strange, horrifying creatures seem to be just outside of the torch lane, watching you. Finally, you slash your, flo- your foe. He falls to the ground. You remove his hood and see a familiar elf with a shock of white hair in stark contrast to his otherwise long black hair. You recognize him as Adlin, your best friend from your village. You wake up. Hmm. Okay. You notice that Thane is missing. All right. Um, like not in his bunk or like not in the room? It's not in the room. Hmm. I need you to go get Thane. All right. Okay, Thane, as you lay in your bed, mm-hmm. you notice that your communication crystal starts to glow. Okay. You know that this is your master 
calling for an update on okay. your mission. Okay. Would you like to take it in the room, or would you like to leave the room? I mean, everyone is sleeping around me, right? Or going to sleep? Um, roll perception. To see if you can tell. What one is that? It's the d20, the biggest one. Okay. Roll it. Go to your first sheet on your in your folder. The very first one, yep. And over on the left, there's a list of skills down further. One of them is perception. They're in alphabetical order. What's the number next to it? One. Okay, so add that to whatever you roll. It's the 15. Okay, you can tell that Elor seems to be having some sort of nightmare and is fitfully sleeping. Um, the, un, the person who you had the fight with with the bunk doesn't appear to be asleep yet. Okay. Okay, then I guess we'll take it out of the room. Okay. You go outside of the room and find a quiet place. You hear Master Syrian's voice. Okay. He says, well done, infiltrating the academy. It is the will of the sacred order of the curators that all rituals pertaining to the mark of heroes be taken. It has been decreed too dangerous for anyone but the curators to possess. Bide your time. Stay under cover. But try to find where these rituals may be hidden. We will speak again in two weeks. Be civilization's shield and tyranny's sword, my son. Yes, Master. So, the mark that, the, like the marked mark, is that what I'm trying to only take and prevent everyone else from getting? Yes, you're trying to take the ritual that allows the school to mark people okay. with that magical mark that gives great power. Okay, okay. All right, cool. Okay. All right, so now I do know I'm here. Yes. Okay, write that down. <clears throat> and once you're finished, go get the other players. And I and we all still don't understand it's what exactly it does. Besides, kind of like you, you know. know that it's kind of like a hunter's license and hunter hunter. Yeah. And that if people see it, like they understand what that means and can give you special treatment. Okay. Um, and the only other thing you know is that whatever your powers are, it makes them much much Amplified. greater. Yeah. Okay. That's all you know. Okay. All right. Great. Did I get everybody else. Yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> All right. It is the next morning, and there are three items on the agenda. Okay. You have a lecture with Professor Gutspiller. Okay. Professor Gutspiller is the beastologist. Okay. Like, he is the monster hunter speciality. Okay. So he knows monsters and how to beat them. Yep. Uh, Professor Sharp is the resident alchemist. Okay. And then there's an orientation with Headmaster Vish. Vish. Okay. So those are the three items for today. And that's the order we do them? Yep. Okay. Figure the orientation would be first. You think. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well. You don't make the rules, you just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, lads, we're supposed to go see Gus Filler. Right? You're a taco group. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm thinking right now. Um, so, time-wise now, how long do we have till the next thing? Are we heading there now? You have an hour, so you can have breakfast, if okay. you wish, or you can head straight there. Also, right now, like, we're just roommates right now? As far as you know, you were just roommates. Okay. Just trying to make sure if there's anything else that I know about what we're supposed to be. Because I don't have to be friends with you guys if you're just roommates. I just have to get along with you enough. You're all, um... Sounds like a great way to start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you're all new here together. Alright. So you have that in common, but... Yeah, as far right. as anything else... So... You'll be attending the same classes together. I'm gonna gather my stuff in my trunk, make sure I have all my equipment that I need. Okay. Um, I don't know what 
try to find my syllabus, I guess, to see what I need to take to the class. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything specific I need to take to that? Uh, no. Just... Do I need my weapons? Probably not. Mm. Just in case, you know. <laughs> There's no rules against taking my weapons, right? No, there are no rules right. against taking your weapons. <sighs> Alright, how'd everybody Put sleep? Besides dreams, everything was fine. I did not. No sleep? I didn't sleep, I just dreamed. <laughs> <laughs> I slept like a filthy baby. Alright. You look like one. <laughs> Seems like you boys have never been confined to a small room with other men before. That's what I prefer. <laughs> I've, spent, I've spent many years alone in the woods. With no friends except for the animals. Who is your best animal friend? Um, it would have been, uh, Robin, the squirrel. It was a weird name for him. You were best friends with a squirrel named Robin. He kept me from going nuts. Well, that's ironic. Hey. I had a Robin named Squirrel as well. You had a Robin named Squirrel? Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Small world. I glance over the door if we share this moment of, man, this fool. <laughs> so what were your names again? Torque. Thane. Elor? Elor, yes. Yes. Alright, we walk out. <laughs> I grab my scimitar and my, my shield, make sure I at least have that. And my little like satchel of stuff that I usually carry with me. I leave a lot of my other <laughs> stuff there. I don't need no blankets or any of that stuff right now. Torches. Yeah, I'm not gonna take those. <laughs> I have a travel cloak that I, you know, that, that's stored away, and I'm just wearing kind of like my under robes right now, okay. which is just basically, you know, dark green and uh, dark brown. Um, everything I laid down in the bunk with, I carry out with me. Okay. Uh, I pretty much just have simple clothes, and I have one of my one of my hand axes with me. All right, all right. Well, I have to get to uh, come about. I have to get to Professor Gut Ripper's class. Gut so. Spiller. Gut Spiller. Uh, I'm actually in that direction as well. Whatever his name is. <laughs> that man. <clears throat> I have a bestiality class or something. That's Do You know, there's a cafeteria here. Why are you asking me? I don't know. Because I'm big, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a cafeteria here. Okay, I think I'm going to swing by there real quick first, and I'm going to go my way. I'm going to head towards Gut Spiller. Well, I'd never say no to some food if you want some company. That's fine with me. Right to there. Eller was up with the sun. He's already taken care of his food. So okay. he heads towards the class to make sure he gets a good spot. All right. While they go and do their thing. You in the robes, you want some food? No. Well, okay. Well, thank you. I can bring you some. Sausages? Biscuits? Indeed, no. Mm. All right, so uh, you get to the cafeteria. There's an assortment of food. So the cafeteria is quite large, and there's a lot of tables and benches. There's a large wall over here, and instead of a door, there's like a window, and it's about as tall as a man. And occasionally you'll see like a blue arm reach through that almost fills up the entire window and will like put a plate down, and you'll see a bunch of other servers take them and move them to tables and such. Huh. Gotta admit, Thane, I've never seen this much food in my entire life. Nor <clears throat> have I. What is this big blue arm creature? Oh, the arm. I didn't even notice. I just saw the food. <laughs> I look at him. <laughs> I didn't eat much as a kid. Uh, as far as food, there's Apparently. giant boar sausages, which links oh. as big as a man's arm. Uh, there's some eggs of some sort of giant bird. As far as you can tell, it's like almost the size of a table if it's sunny side up. Uh, kind of looks like a Flintstones mm. sort of okay. meal. 
a lot of very oversized things. Hmm. And students are going in, cutting out a reasonable portion, and moving to their tables. Torque takes three full sausages. <laughs> That's it. And There's the, three sausages. And starts. Oh, uh, sorry. Thank you. Want one? Um, for four. I'm going to head over there and get a reasonable portion of of egg. Uh, you know, and then that will be my sustenance until at least lunch. Okay. Uh, there appears to be a large moving humanoid-ish piece of stone. Looks like it's made of white granite moving around, cleaning up. Uh, when it turns and you can see its face, it has some like rudimentary carvings, but it appears to be wearing makeup. It just goes along and cleans. Okay. All right. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess my character, he's he's pretty amazed at all these things. You know, he's not from this type of world, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty wondrous thing to see. So you guys have your breakfast, and without greater event, head to the lecture. Where okay. you all meet up once again. How oh. was breakfast? It's fantastic. I've never seen that much food in my life. Where I came from, you had to fight for what you eat. Here, everybody just gives you food. You must have fought real hard. I fought real hard. <laughs> I starved as a kid. LR stares at Thane and Torque. <laughs> Slightly perplexed. <laughs> It was good, thank you for asking. So you arrive in a large lecture hall. Um, there are a number of students. You see the nearest uh, nearest to you is another group of four, somewhat like yourselves. Uh, one of them appears to be a small humanoid raven. Your name's Squirrel? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, one of them is a woman in uh, elaborate robes. Half of it is red, the other half is white. The same goes for her hair. Hmm. You see a man in very gaudy dress who has a um, lyre that he's carrying around. A lyre? Okay. Like a guitar. guitar kind of thing. Okay. It's like an instrument. <clears throat> that makes it's not like, like a lyre. He's, not, he's carrying someone who just lies. Like a, lute, like a lute. Okay. Yeah. And you also see a. Beautiful, uh, raven-haired woman, a very pale face. Raven-haired. You arrive, and the professor is already sitting down. He's a bit strange-looking. He appears to be a very burly, well-muscled man with a grizzled beard, many scars on his face. There's a scar over his left eye. doesn't look like he can see out of it. But he has no arms and no legs. Okay. Okay. Wait, how do you, I'm trying to vision this how scene. Do you, how do you get here? Is he just? Is he, is he on a? Did he show Some up? kind of a wheelchair, contra- like a no. contraption? It's a chair. Doesn't appear to have wheels. Okay. Did All he... right. So this is strictly a lecture. He's not writing anything. <laughs> well, he, we'll see. Was he there before? Or he I, just said he just came in. He was there when you came in. Okay. So he hasn't. Okay. I was like, wait, how did he get there? <laughs> he was just there. He was right. Okay. He just rolled on in. So um, if Alor got there a little sooner, he might not be as surprised. But. Yeah, he's been sitting there. Yeah, he says, um, yes, hello, students. My name is Professor Guts Spiller. Let me write that on the board for you. He waits for a moment. And then you see a blue spectral hand come out of his right side and begin to write on the board. Oh, is it similar to the hand that was coming through the window earlier? No. Oh, different, okay. He also creates some spectral legs as well as another spectral arm and begins to walk around. Okay. As a man. Yes. Um, I don't know if he could make himself taller. As you can see, I've had a number of uh, close calls with the monsters of this world. Close. 
But um, pretty close. It has not hampered me. I am still in my prime. I like to say. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to talk about bullets. Has anyone heard of a bullet before? Anyone? You? No. There we go. <laughs> well, let me tell you. The thing about bullets, they are, and he passes out some well-crafted clay models. Sneaky sons of bitches, those bullets. They dig under the ground like sharks, but in the land. And will <laughs> jump out and bite off your foot, as they did mine. Jesus. Okay. But here's the thing you need to remember about them. Your reflexes are not good enough. <laughs> well, the shoulder and arm didn't really go that I couldn't really tell if it was... I, I'm sorry, you! <laughs> ah, you caught that one. But his friend dug up and bit off your foot. That's what happened to me. They always hunt in packs bullets. That's the thing you need to remember about. you didn't know there. Never alone. Never alone. Make a note. That'll be on the test. Elora looks down. Take some notes. <laughs> Professor. Yes. I'm going to say it. We're all thinking it. Do you have ghosts for hands and feet? What? Yes, of course. Are we all just going to accept that? <laughs> Elor just kind of like separates a little bit, like leans away from Torque. <laughs> this is my act. Out. Oh, yeah, it's his magic ability. Yes, I had it since birth, although it's become much more useful since I lost my other limbs. I must say, what would I be without them? An invalid. Instead, I'm a great warrior. What did your app do before you lost your limbs? Oh, I could still, um, I can take this energy and form it into almost any shape. Think of the Green Lantern. Hmm. Like the Green Lantern. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Professor. Yes, sir. The the recent res uh, surge in magic ability, how's that affected your app? Uh, well, before I would tire, but now I, the ability seems to be almost limitless. Back on the task, mm -hmm. are these bullets local to this area? Um, not so much on the plateau. There's not enough earth for them to dig into, you see. But um, they go across temperate lands, feeding on animals and humanoids they come across. <clears throat> You might also find them underground as well, like deep or underground, but normally they stay near the surface because they must also breathe oxygen. Hmm. They can't get enough in the ground. <clears throat> they dislike dwarf and elf flesh. <laughs> I was unfortunately neither. Gotcha. Um, now with the location where the school is, do, do we know the location of the school? Or like you said about portals and stuff? Yep. You, like, do I feel like I'm really <clears throat> far from where I used to be, like where I lived? Um, you don't really have any idea other than the weather feels maybe a little colder than you're used to. Okay. But it's hard to tell distance. This is a secret school. Okay. So it'd be like when you go to Hogwarts, like, where's Hogwarts at? It's like, well, yeah. we went through that fucking tunnel. You know, that, that, that train area. Pretty much. Okay. <clears throat> Professor. Yes. How many of these bullets have you fought? Uh, well, let's see. There was that one time in Trinocia that, um, I almost lost the other foot. But, um, so that makes a total of twice I have encountered such beasts, and six I have slain. How do you kill it? 
Well, like most things you learn in this class, as long as you know what to expect, they all die mostly the same way. By sticking them, slashing them, or bashing them. Plinking goes into the mix. Is there any value on the uh, bullet that we want to make sure we save if we do come across and kill one? Yes, uh, their hides are quite useful. Hmm. Also, their teeth, um, particularly good for any sort of digging tools, because they cut right through dirt, rock, stone, doesn't matter. How long have you been a professor here? Oh, yes. Um, it has only been five years. What did you do before this? Well, I do just, what I still do in my hunt, off time. Just hunted? I hunt, but I met uh, Headmaster Vish, and um, he had me join his prestigious academy, and he shows he has a mark. Okay. Mark for him. What does the mark look like? Um, the mark, it looks like a brand. Um, it's like a cross, but there's a cross on both ends, and it's inside of a triangle. Okay. What can you tell us about the mark? Well, this is only your first day, isn't it? Yes. A bit early to be thinking about acquiring the mark. Not many get that far, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of like games I play. I just ask the NPC as many questions as I can. Yeah, you can ask him whatever no, you that's want. That's fine. I, I was just thinking you to like to respond back to him. You just went, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what made me laugh. Well, I usually he gives me something, and then he gives me two or three options well, based on what you say, and I can ask those questions. So you can say like, I gotta think of my own questions. Yeah. <laughs> you can say like, I'm not most students. Yeah. Okay. That could be your comeback. Professor, is the mark mandatory if you pass? Well, it is. Um, the, the main reason um, people come here, you would have to take that up with the headmaster, I suppose. I've never known anyone not to want it. We have enough time keeping out any uh, illicit people who do. How would one uh, be able to authenticate the mark? Is it something that can be faked? I mean, you could make a scar in a similar shape, but you notice his seems to be a glowing purple. Okay. Yeah. That's like asking, like, sir, how do you make fake money? <laughs> how do you make authentic fake money? You know? I understand um, this is all quite new to you, but fear not. It is only your first day. You have many more days here. How did you kill your last bullet? Well, you see, after he took my foot, I created a sort of peg leg, but a spike. I rammed it right into his eye. So your last one took your foot. How'd you lose the rest of the leg, sir? Well, that wasn't a bullet. We'll get to that okay. in another lecture. Okay. <laughs> this whole syllabus is just missing body parts. <laughs> how I lost X. How you lost which one? These are the most dangerous creatures. That's how you take care of them. Okay. But they, they see via vibration. So you can uh, trick them into traps by once they're underground. Above ground, they still have eyes and can see somewhat. It's like using an RC car. He goes on for a little bit, mainly about uh, his various encounters, both with monsters, with bullets, but also with women. He gets off topic quite a bit as he goes on and regales himself. Uh, eventually it is over, and you head to your next lecture. Professor Sharp, Professor Sharp. the alchemist. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I'm heading there as well. Elor, I think we're all going to all these places. Together. <laughs> it is Elor. Yeah, my friend was Elor. Bonnie. Okay. Nathaniel. <laughs> so you head there. Uh, it is a lab. 
but it is strikingly white. It appears every single surface is white marble, the walls, ceiling, the tables. There is a bald man whose skin is tinted blue. And this room appears to be somewhat cold, but even though it is colder, you see, if you draw near to him, it gets even colder, basically. He has shining blue eyes. And it's Tobias. Can I much. try to see if I can tell what kind of race he is? Sure. That's uh, six. Uh, uh, eight plus six. Um, no. Dang, I don't know what he is. He appears to be human, Some blue other guy. than the fact that he's blue. Yeah. Some blue guy. Anyone right. else want to try? Fourteen. Sure, I'll try. Okay. Nine. I'm just gonna. Plus add what? Him. Wisdom. I did perception. Plus intelligence. Oh. Uh, zero. Okay, nine. I'm just gonna ask him. Hey, what are you? <laughs> then we should probably. I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna ask. A, I'm gonna ask the professor. Just okay. You know, I'll say, sir, could you tell us about yourself? Uh, yes, of course. Um, I am Professor Sharp. Okay. And um, mm. through a, a tragic accident, I must remain freezing. As long as I have this ring, I'm 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 just fine. Okay. So before that, you were a human. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've been an alchemist all my life, for as long as I can remember, and I've I've been here for 15 years. Okay. If you don't mind me asking, just for educational purposes, what was his accident? Um, and yeah. what kind of what is this? What, what what is this a special kind of magic that keeps you alive? The ring? Yes, yes. Um, uh, you, you see, I was um, doing some some experiments with a ice giant's heart. You see, and um, it, it went rather poorly. As you can imagine. Uh, we won't be having any accidents like that here. We'll be very careful and we'll do exactly as I say. Or else um, I cannot guarantee your safety. Right. You two recognize uh, coming in is that large walking rock that you saw before. Uh, she begins to, it begins to clean the room. You hear Anybody else hear that buzz? It seems... <clears throat> Can't tell direction. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. 20! Natural 20! Oh, very nice. I have no idea. Uh, you see a fly. Oh. The construct sees it as well. And is sort of looking at it. And raises its fists. And goes, WHABAM! And there's a giant crater in the wall. And several of the vials and the glasses fall off the shelves, start to break. No, 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 Connie, Connie, no, can stop, I, can stop. I try, can I try to catch, catch it before they hit the ground? Sure. Okay. Roll the d20 and add deck save, which is in the upper left. Okay. <clears throat> 14, 14 plus 2. Okay. Um, so you were able to grab the only two full vials that were falling. Okay. The others are empty and still break. Um, I want to catch him like Tobey Maguire did in Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Yep. You do. Um, your classmates are impressed. The I look, I look at you. <laughs> like I did in real life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the professor is a little too frantic trying to deal with this thing he called Connie. And he's like, never mind, never mind the fly. I'll, I'll take care of this. Just, 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 just go. Connie the construct. Yeah, hey, whatever. They give me a note. 
No. He threw that at me. <laughs> I was like, we're opening it. <laughs> so Connie is a name. I mean, I guess, I mean, this is a game I was playing. I would just ask as many questions as I can to the professor. Like, what is that thing? What does he do? do what? That? Oh, that's, um, yes, uh, that's Connie. Um, she's our resident uh, groundskeeper, I, I suppose you could say, C created by Headmaster Vish uh, himself. Um, he has quite a fondness for her, although she is a little clumsy at times, as, as you can see. Hmm. Created, so it's not a living being? Um, well, I'll leave that for the philosophy class, I suppose, but mm. it, it does have a measure of intelligence. She can speak. If I were you, I, I wouldn't make fun of her makeup. I get a 15. Like, did she get the fly? <laughs> uh, she did. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, are we all sitting down? So, you're all standing at, like... Laboratory stations. Okay. Well, I, well, I'm just wondering, like, like pharmacy. Can I just walk around the classroom and like loot stuff? <laughs> you can look around. Okay. You can't take anything. You can try to take. You have those games. This isn't a game. This is a role play. You can try to. You might go to detention. It's a role playing game. <laughs> no, it's a video game. You can try anything you want, Shane. You just had to let him know and roll for it. Okay. Yeah. Can I go around uh, clandestine and see if there's anything that I can take? And add it to my inventory? Sure. You see a number of labeled and unlabeled ingredients. Okay. Um, there do not appear to be any completed, like, potions, necessarily. You think, at least, that you can see. There is a locked cupboard okay. off in the corner of the room. Okay. Um, you know a lot of these ingredients are very valuable if you okay. had a place to sell them. If okay. you want to try and pilfer some. Yeah, can I try to, mm -hmm. in a clandestine manner? Yes, roll thievery. Okay. So on your skill list, it's going to be under T, I think. Right? Is it thievery in this? Mm, Stuff. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. Nine. Plus two. Okay. Um, you are able to sort of walk facing the professor as he's lecturing about healing potions. And behind your back, you just grab some things and puck them into your satchel. What do I grab? How much is it worth? You have a vial of powdered griffin feather. Where do I put this? <coughs> Under wherever you want. I would just, put it just on paper. Just put it on a separate paper and you can add it in later and stuff. Okay, so... Powdered griffin feathers. How many? Just feathers? There we go. A vial. A vial. A vial of luminous dark shrooms. Powdered. Elor sees Thane moving. He's gonna roll a perception check to see if he notices what he's doing. Okay. And a vial of fourteen bullywug blood. Twenty-two. Uh, you see what he's doing. I look at him disapprovingly. Well, the point of my roll was to make sure no one notices. Yeah, but he rolled on his perception. He rolled higher. I rolled to notice what you're doing. Okay. How would you like, notice what I was doing if I knew you wouldn't see me? Because then I wouldn't have done it. Well, there's like a, a scale, right? There's like contested rolls. So his, I knew that, was better, I his was better than yours. Okay. Well, you've learned something. All right. Maybe not how to make healing potions. Okay, so I have these three vials, and I can sell them if I found a place to sell them. Yeah. Okay. Or you could use them in alchemy if you paid attention in class. Now, can I try to. <laughs> or you get caught with them later. Can I try to unlock yeah. that chest? 
Uh, that's going to be pretty tough to do without being noticed. You're going to have to move far away from your station. Okay. I mean, you, you, might, you might get kicked out first day, man. You might want to come back later. <laughs> yeah. So he is saying about healing potions that, um, yes, well, there are several monsters with uh, regenerative abilities, and you can take various ingredients from them and create uh, healing elixirs. Uh, the ones we'll be dealing with today is troll blood. Ooh. So let's all work together now. I need you to um, mix this, heat it up to this temperature, and then start to slowly pour this into the mixture. Everyone roll reflex saves. The upper left. Natural 20. Dexterity. Uh, sorry, dexterity. <laughs> plus, well, that's kind of a roll. Four. <laughs> I'm 11 plus Eight. two, I'm a 13. 13? Seven. Seven, okay, so dwarf. Um, no, 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 I said 27 degrees, 27. Ah! Roll reflex save again. 13. You are able to um, change the degree that you're pouring ever so slightly. Okay. And yours, like your other students, turns from this viscous black to this pleasing glowing red. That was Ooh. a close one, wasn't it? Good. A success. <laughs> okay, you may each take these with you. Okay. And this is a healing potion? Yes, a healing potion. Is mine any better because of my natural 20? <laughs> no? Um, sure. <gasps> healing potion plus two. Plus two, yeah. Good with troll blood and nature and alchemy. All right, so uh, you have to rush in order to make it to the main auditorium where the headmaster will be giving the orientation. I have to rush, dang. Yep. Okay. You see a um, a tall man with a bald or shaved head, with a big gray beard. He has green eyes. And he has uh, darker skin. Okay. And he's wearing. Oriental robes of orange. As everyone sets in, you were some of the last to arrive. Hello everyone, and welcome to Torchbearers Academy. Tough first day? I see some sleepy faces in the audience. Full con <laughs> saves. Thank you. Two. <laughs> Six. Six. Nine. Okay, Torek. Yep. This should wake you up. Fireball! Ah! Roll reflex save. All of you. All of us? You're sitting together. Gosh. 16. 18. 19 again. 15. He looks over at a bespectacled woman dressed in formal black skirt and black button-up blouse who has her hand firmly pressed against her forehead. Putting out a little tiny bit of a singe in my beard. I had a small piece of sausage from this morning. Oh! <laughs> Eller stands up and brushes himself off, gets back to his seat. I like this one. <laughs> Where was I? Ah oh, yes, heroes. This is a school that helps you become them. We impact to our students skill, knowledge, and some of us, I dare say, even a bit of wisdom. When Apt awakened in the world, it appeared to be random. Powers went to the just and wicked alike. Now, we are not philosophers, but men of action. <clears throat> uh, Professor Lee accepted, of course. He points to a tall, gaunt man whose shining glasses hide his eyes. 
Mm. The philosophy professor. Anime style. Yeah. <laughs> Mustang. There is but one hard and fast rule which all heroes and those hoping to be must abide by. Altruism through adversity. As heroes, you will find yourself in impossible situations with impossible decisions to make. We cannot prepare you for them. It will be up to you to overcome them. I believe that all races of source are born with a seedling of good inside them, that if nurtured will grow. But if abandoned, it will wither, and in its absence, evil will breed. I hope together we can nurture it, and here you will prove yourselves worthy of the mark of heroes. Now, for your first tests. Hand out pass! He expertly sends several paper airplanes gliding through the air, one of which lands in Elwar's lap. Find my cloak. And some other stuff. Dismissed! Huh? Alright, so that's it for this video, but not it for the adventure. If you want to come back and see more, you can. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a video. Also, patreon.com slash blindwave, you can get access to the next adventure even earlier. This is a good deal. Chef's special brew. brew? Help Professor Chathok Gap. and get a Gap. copy of Be Calmed. I'll help the Professor Elor. Mm -hmm. You want to find the cloak? All right. Split the party. Okay. First day. Very well. I guess. I will find the scroll. So as you're rushing out, uh, you see Mistress go up and say, uh, Sorry, sorry, the Professor forgot a few things as he normally does in his excitement. Um, whoever you are bunking with will be your adventuring group for the rest of the time here. So all tests going forward, you'll be working together in order to solve. Once you gather these ingredients, come to my classroom for the final phase of the hunt. What's your name? Speed is of the essence. Miss Tress. Miss Tress, but where do we start? Well, that's up to you. It's oh, terrible. I don't know what his cloak even looks like. I was gonna say, I was just gonna go to the professor and help him. So find well, cloak, I mean, what, are the, what are the four things? I will find the cloak. Talk, why don't you borrow the chef's special brew? Can do. Yes. Uh, who wants to help Professor Gatok? And then get a copy of Be Calmed. Yeah. Well, I mean, do our powers... Goggle man. Do our different abilities lend <laughs> My question is, like, do, I mean, don't our certain abilities lend to certain tasks easier? Like, uh -huh. finding the cloak? I, I mean, mean... Do you I have, don't... like, abilities that... I don't know, that help you find that shit? Maybe. I don't know what abilities you may have, but... I'll find a cloak. Okay. I gotta figure out where to start. What it looks well, like. I'm sure there's like a, is there like a perception that you have a higher perception or some shit like that? Um, it's decent. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, amazing. 
It's probably Train a way for each character to be able to do each thing, you know? Okay. Just gotta play your I mean, it's either that or we all go together to each one, individually. Or we split up, try to each take a task to hurry up and get it done, you know Let's what I mean? Do I there's four of us, and I think it was intentional, right? <coughs> all, then there's four tasks. Yeah, it works out. Well. Everyone is in groups of four. I mean, everyone's in groups of four. Each person takes a task. They hurry right. up, they get it, they get back. Okay. Well, so, I gotta borrow the special brew from the cook, so I'm going to the kitchens immediately. I'm going I've already been home. there. Okay. I'm look for that big blue hand. We'll start there. I'm going to Ernie G's. And you? I'm trying to speak too much, but I'm gone. All right, goggle man. <laughs> hurry. <laughs> okay. <Sounds> so. <laughs> I don't want to miss his first full sentence. <laughs> I don't know. He said no before. <laughs> so, Torque. Yeah. You head back to the cafeteria, mm. uh, where you assume adjacent to is the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You go to the hall and you see a shut and locked door to what you think is the kitchen. Okay, I'm going to knock. All right, you knock. You are greeted by a large <gasps> blue man, a giant. Hey! Well, those are some large blue arms he has. <laughs> and also, sleeping behind him. The kitchen is a very large dog. Giant dog. Giant man, giant dog. Okay. Uh, so in the kitchen, you see that the window that you saw before that he was reaching through. Behind him and the dog is uh, another locked door. Okay. These are very tall countertops okay. that he prepares his food on. He has like some cooking ovens and stuff in this corner of the room, and this is shelves of ingredients. Okay. Yes. Uh, hi, I'm Torque. Who are you? They call me Chef. Oh, hey, Chef. You're the person I'm looking for. Uh, okay, so I'm on the scavenger hunt for the headmaster. Surely you know him. His name is Vish. Uh, I'm looking for your special brew. Can you help me out? <laughs> Vish always trying to get to my brew. Not today. Slams the door. Well. <laughs> so obviously, he's not going to help me out. I'm going to have to sneak. Can I go outside and try to go through the window? Absolutely. Okay, I will do so. Is there any food outside still in the cafeteria? Um, there is not. Okay. Well, I was going to say, do you have like it's a persuasion? It's all cleaned up. Although, there's some remnants in the trash cans. Which... Okay, uh, if I can find any kind of uh, meat or anything that's remnant of the trash can, I'd like to grab that and take it with me. Sure. You have a marrow-filled bone. Okay. Perfect. Um, so I'm gonna go out to the window. Okay. Let me have your mini. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming it's open like that, or is there? Yep. A... Okay. So uh, I'm gonna go in by the window. Okay. Throw the bone as quietly as I can, but hopefully the dog might see it and go towards it, allowing me to sneak past and try to get to that door. Okay. Okay. So you're trying to throw it to the other side of the room. Yeah. All right. Um. So, how do you climb into the window? It's about seven, eight feet up. Okay, uh, is there any uh, trees nearby or large sticks? There tables. There are tables. Yeah, you're in the cafeteria, right? There are benches. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I could, I could try to uh, either vault up or uh, <laughs> stack to okay. get through the window. Which one do you want to try? The stacking. Okay. I'm good at masonry, so I think I, I should be okay in trying to have a very secure All right. stack. You 
Uh, Home Alone 2 style. Yep. Stack some stuff up. Okay. Like a rock. <laughs> like a rock. Yeah. Harry, I'm coming up! <laughs> roll either athletics or acrobatics. I'll roll athletics. Okay. Which is a plus five. Very good. Six. Matter <laughs> one. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So you climb up. Yep. And. But it was six. Yes. Yes, but it's a critical failure. So you climb up, and you're about to go through when the tables give out, and you roll, and you fall in. The worst way to fall. Why do you roll out? <laughs> roll stealth. Oh, no. Six. Plus? Which would be uh, minus one. Five. <laughs> well, I guess dwarfs on the menu tonight. Do you have any more of these? What? Do you have any more of these? They're amazing. I found one, but it's all it's all gone. Uh, do you have any more? I'm so hungry. What? You're the same boy that asked me about um, the brew. Yeah, screw the brew. I need more food. Can you make me some more? You could have asked. I didn't think. I'm sorry. I I, I used to be a slave. I was I I was punished whenever I asked for more food. A slave. A slave. They beat. He me. points at this. <laughs> <laughs> they beat me. <laughs> He, um, shows you his back and points at something. A mark. A lash mark? It looks like a brand. And you see, yeah, there's lash marks on his back as well. What does the brand look like? Um, it looks like the letter M. I used to have a brand just like that right here. But whenever I escaped my masters, I had to burn it off. I didn't want to have it anymore. I understand. Why do you keep yours? Well, I... Keep it so that they remember me when I come back. I wish I could forget. Mm. Food, you say? Or are you still here for the brew? I mean, the, your food Tell is amazing. Tell me the truth, lad. Well, the truth is, is that your food is amazing, and I would like some more, but I was trying to sneak in so I could get some of that brew. I mean, that's what the headmaster says, and you would have to agree that he's in charge, right? Maybe in charge of you. I am chef. Mm. But... In any case, I shall fetch you some. Ah, thank you, chef. Wait here. Your dog's nice. Yes, that is tiny. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over. There's a lever on one side of the room. He whistles, uh... and the dog jumps up and grabs the lever on the other side of the room. <laughs> okay, as long as that's happening, I'm just going to happen to look down and see if there's any trap doors under me. There isn't. Okay. <laughs> when they both are pulled, the door opens. All right. This door back here? Yes. Ooh, does it open? Yes. Yeah, it opens. It opens. <laughs> he proceeds down the stairs. After a few moments later, he brings down a uh, barrel that is about like this big by this big. Um, you can barely see it in his hand. He stretches out and drops it in yours. This is the brew? Hmm. What do you use this brew for? You drink it. Is that any good? It is the best. I really want to try some, but I need it for my new friends. Hmm. He, um, goes into uh, the cupboard, unlocks a thing, pulls out a flask, and pours you a little. Okay, I'm gonna try it. Each I'm have gonna... a shot together. All right. Roll con save. <laughs> Seventeen. Oh, you think it would have knocked any lesser man on his ass? 
<laughs> but for you, it hits just the right spot. Mm, smooth. It's as if you drank um, an entire small keg of a lesser ale. This okay. just one shot of this. All right. Wow, that's great. Thanks, chef. Bye, Tiny. And leave. <laughs> All right. There's a bond. Of that's slaves. one. Now we need three more. Then. Yep. What's next? What was the what was the lady that taught him the uh, Tress, the spell? Miss Tress. 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 Yeah. She's the. Oh, after you get everything else, you go to her. Okay. So she wasn't the one that taught him the the, illusion. the fireball. Yeah. Yes. She, okay. She's the mistress of illusion. But that's who we're taking everything to as well. Okay. So what's the, what's the other three things in? Find a cloak. Find a cloak. Uh, help Professor uh, Chaddock. Get talk. Get talk and get a copy of Be Calmed. Which is a book. Sounds like a book, so maybe the oh. library. That's what Calvin had. Yep. I'll go to the library then. <clears throat> okay, we'll go there next. It's a Volkirk, right? Volkim. 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 Am I writing it down? Because I don't know it yet. It's like reading the subtitle. Like, I don't know that character yet. I'm writing it down. So, Volkim, you make your way to the library. It is a fabulous place. Um, fabulous. There are several jewels on the wall. Uh, like white jewels emitting light. So, there's no flame allowed in the library. There are hundreds of books, dozens of shelves. There's a second floor. You also notice at least one bookshelf seems to be flying through the air. Several books also appear to be chained, as if to keep them from running away. Difficult to say. So, you enter in and are looking around for a little while when you hear a small, mousy voice. Yes, hello, can I help you? I need a copy of Be Calmed. Well, as you say that, trying to look around to see where to say it to, you see nothing. <laughs> I need a copy of Perception. <laughs> sure. Uh, rolled a 15 with a plus one. Okay, 16. So you see, like, as if a wind were moving. Um, so it appears as if someone is walking nearby, but you cannot see them. Maybe they're invisible. Okay. Do they answer his question? Oh, what was the question? I need a copy of Be Calmed. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Uh, Be Calmed, V's Guide to Air Elementals. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, fascinating read, really. And and you are? I'm Vulcan. Ah, uh, yes, I am uh, Bartleby, the librarian. Uh, as you can see, I'm invisible. Indeed. Yes. As you can see. <laughs> uh, yes, let's see. Um, a, A, yes. Of course. It, it would be that one. He points out to the flying shelf. shelf. Okay. How can he tell? <laughs> he points up. <laughs> I can sense it. He goes over, now that he's discussing with someone, and um, puts on his white gloves that he uses to mess with like old books, so you can at least see something. Like Invisible Girl. Yes. So the shelf is not only floating, but flying. Like it... Like it's, it's all, not in one spot. It's actually like moving around. around. Yeah, it okay. seems to almost have a sentience about it. Like it's a goldfish swimming in a bowl. It is currently about thirty feet up. You um, would obviously get closer to it if you went up to the second floor, but it would still be a little out of reach. Can I try to like attract it with a book? Sure. 
Like you're fishing. Yeah, kind of. You said or like fish, fish food kind of thing. Is it like uh, you're you're waving the book or? Um, Put underneath the box with a stick. <laughs> I, at first, I'd like to just hold it up in okay. the air. Just a random book. Um, what sort of books are around me? Well, uh, there are hundreds of books on the first floor. Um, you're somewhat near the librarian's desk, and there are a few, like, waiting to be reorganized. So there's, like, a shelf of those. Okay. Uh, I take one of those. Okay. Roll a per, well, roll a d20 and a d6. Okay. It's a nine on the d20 and a six. Okay. You have waved the book. It does not seem to respond. Okay. Can I try to, like, toss it up so it's, like, near it? Sure. Just knock all the books off of it. <laughs> I don't know. Try to ask Bartleby. Okay. How do I get it? Yes. Um, well, let's see. This is this is part of your test, I'm afraid. Mm. So I, I can't help too much. But um, you, you seem to have a, a good idea going. Okay. So I'll go up to the, the second floor and try to um, toss it to it. More closely. Maybe. Ah! He runs and catches the book <laughs> as it falls to the ground. Uh, no more of that, please. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any kind of like book hook? Something like put books up on taller shelves and take them down and stuff? Um, yes. You can find like a long sort of tong type thing. There's also various wheeled ladders. Um... Get one of the long tongue things. And okay. Hold a book up. Okay. Like. Roll a d20 a and a d6. Uh, 12 and a 3. Okay. It doesn't seem to pay to any mind. Have you looked at the books that you've been waving? Uh. Or are you just. I would. I, I would have taken one that was more interesting to me, but uh, what what all books are on the desk? Uh, well, there's a uh, variety. There's some books of poems, of philosophy, of arcane lore. Um, there's one about swamp creatures. There's one about uh, basics of alchemy. There's one about probability. Um, I'll take the... I'll take one of the um, the swamp creature one, okay. and also the arcane lore. Okay. One of those. So as you hold those up, you see that the shelf starts to lower and come towards you. Okay. I stay still for now and and scan the the spines for the title of the book that I need. Okay. You see it. Okay. I stand still until it approaches near it enough. Lands. Okay. Um, how far away? In front of you. Okay. With one hand, I reach towards the book, okay. and with the other, I reach towards uh, with the book in my hand. Okay. So I do an Indiana Jones swap. Okay. You do so, and you put the Arcane Lore book where it belongs, okay. and you have the book. In it awesome. is a bookmark. You didn't, you didn't make those. No, no I did not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had outside help. 
Okay. Who's next? Me. You are next. Let's see. Are you finding the cloak or are you helping the professor? I'm helping the professor. Okay. So, uh, you take a few teleportation circles until you get to uh, what looks almost like a terrarium. You enter in a dome building that is almost completely glass, and inside seems to be a forest. Okay. Um, As you go in, there is a large half-orc man who seems to be tending to a wounded animal. Um, But shortly thereafter, you see a group of four who you assume are students, running out of the forest. (laughs) Say, hey, why are you guys running? (sighs) 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 We, um, had to help Professor (sighs) Gatak for the scavenger hunt. He told us we had to to clip the rock's toenails. (sighs) (sighs) Woo! Okay. Any advice? Don't. <laughs> I mean, it's already done, so hopefully you'll have to do something else. There are four of them. You've seen them before. One of them is the bird. You're talking to the gentleman who was carrying the loot before. Yeah, because there was like the, the dark-haired pale girl. Well. Yep. Yeah. The one thing remembers. <laughs> uh, they introduced themselves. <laughs> they introduced themselves. The pale uh, woman with the long black hair is Mika. Mika. Hawthorne. The small bird man is Chirp. Chirp. The woman in robes that is half red and half white introduces herself as Sophia Wallenstein. And the loot carrying gentleman introduces himself as Harrison Silversoul. Silversoul, okay. I'll talk to all of them. Okay. And just try to find out as much information as I can about all of them. Okay. So, uh, first, Harrison uh, Silversoul. Sure. Okay, I uh, introduce myself, ask him about, ask him who he is, where he's from, what are his, go- what are his goals. Well, yes, um, maybe not the best time for a chat. Uh, we're, we're in a bit of a race, as, as you might know, but I can certainly catch my breath. I'm from uh, Celestia. Oh, me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, maybe you've heard of my family, the Silversouls, the world history. You have a plus 10. 20. Oh, very good. All right. So you know that the Silver Souls are the richest and most prominent family in your hometown. I don't see that exactly, but yeah, okay. Um, You know that they have influence far beyond even their realm. A fairly um, well-respected family. They don't deal in any shady dealings, shady dealings at least that no one knows about. Okay. Uh, They fund a series of monster hunts around the area in order to keep it safe. And they have this grand monster hunt every year where the greatest hunters from all around come and compete. Okay. Yeah, I know who your family are. Uh, you know, they do a lot of uh, great things for the community. So, you know, I'm Fane. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. I, I'm afraid I, I don't uh, know your name. Would I know your family? Probably not. Oh, I, I see. Whew. Okay. Well, good luck on your... Uh, good, good luck on... Uh, your quest? Thanks. Okay. Um, okay, so I'll quickly go down the line here. Okay. Uh, chirp. Chirp. Yeah. Uh, All right. Chirp? Is it okay if I just call you Chirp? <laughs> so what does your voice sound like? Your just, like just like mine. Chirp, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I can do your voice. He mimics your voice perfectly. Okay. Just I'm like doing fine. Mine. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I suck. I suck. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get you there, Chirp. Okay. Okay, You're well, a funny one. I like you. Yeah, my name is Thane. Uh, nice to meet you. Good luck on your on your, your quest. Yeah. So where are you from? Where am I from? Yes. Yes. Um, well, I am from the forest of Killian. Killian. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I if I know that. Nine. Nine. Yeah, nine. <laughs> Probably not. It is far, far to the south. Uh, a forest in the middle of a desert, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. What well, your hopes and aspirations was getting the mark? Uh, well, um, there's a long ways to go, but my people are not very respected. They're seen as thieves and conmen. I wish to reverse that image. Why are they viewed that way? Well, the Kinku are a race suited for thievery. We are um, very dexterous, sneaky. Uh, we can mimic voices and sounds completely. It's useful in the more illicit trades. Okay. So we're also experts. It's a forgers. cultural thing that, you know, kind of in antiquity was like that in the beginning, and now you're trying to branch off and show that you guys are worth, you know, are more than that. Exactly. That's respectable. Yeah, okay. it's more of these changes. You did and, teammates. And what of you? Oh, you know, I'm from Celestia. Uh, just, I studied real hard to get here. Uh, I'm interested in getting the mark because I just want to help my parents, um, help my family, and I'm really interested in seeking knowledge. So I just, just try to keep my head down and do a good job. A noble effort. Family is important. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, Sophia, was it? How are you? Um, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude here, but you have a really unique look. I'm sorry, are you talking to me? Yes. Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Your name is Sophia, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, and yours? Same. Oh, uh-huh. You, there... you, you have a really unique look. So did you dye your hair that way? <laughs> That's um, something I would rather not to get into with you. Okay. Well, so, well good luck on your quest. Okay. Thank sorry, you. Sorry if I bothered you. Okay, so um, the next, <clears throat> Mika. Yes. Uh, yes, Thane was it. A pleasure yeah. to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. It is respectable hearing about your family. Are they all alive and well? Yes. Ah, oh, that is good. I'm really blessed. Have wished for a family. A family. I myself was an orphan. You're an orphan. Indeed. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, where are you from? Um. Well, I am from um, Ionia. Ionia. Mm -hmm. Try to remember where that is. Uh, it is. Um... Wait. Let me think about it for a second. <laughs> Eight. Okay. Um, it's sort of in the Midland. It's um, the priestess, uh, the goddess Ione's like home city. Kind of like Athens is Athena's home city. Yeah. So are you a pra are you a practitioner of the Ionia uh, yes. religion? Yes, a priestess, as a matter of fact. Wow. I believe knowledge should be given freely. The only way to combat evil is to educate. Evil's root is in ignorance. So I hope to get this mark, go and find lost knowledge and share it with the world. I think it's really cool. <coughs> How old are you? Huh? How old are you? Um, 19. 19. That's crazy. I'm 20. Oh. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Matter of fact. Okay, I don't want to keep you, uh, Mika, but it's really nice to meet you. It's nice to meet all of you. Good luck on your quest. And yes, it, it looks like our maybe... leader is finally regaining his breath, so we best be off. 
Yeah, he was really out of breath. Yeah, maybe you should uh, do some sprints, man. Um, maybe you, maybe you guys should get together with my group sometime after hours, and we can maybe go get a drink and socialize. Oh, that sounds fun. Thank you. Okay. We'll let you know. All right, you guys have a good night, good evening. You too. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. So, and then I look over to um, Githok, the, the gentleman on the who was tending the animal. Okay. I, was that the professor? Yes. Okay. That is Professor Githok. Githok. Um, so, yes. The first thing I'll say, do you need some help, sir? What Tell help would you be? I see that you're tending the animal, and I actually have a lot of experience tending animals. Hmm. He nods towards it. Okay. So, roll animal handling. Twenty. Very good. Alright, so, you see that this is, um, it's like a stag, but it's very large. And okay. black. Okay. Uh, it seems to have some sort of wound on its leg, like it misstepped somehow, broke a bone. Okay. Uh, you begin setting the bone expertly and wrap it. He sort of looks on, he gives one nod, he says, Why here? I'm new to this school, and I've been ta me and my fellow doormates have been tasked with uh, different things, and what I'm here for is just to help you. and. Ah, name. Thane, sir. Ah, yes. Wash dog. Wash dog, dog. Where's dog? <gasps> okay. He points. Okay. Uh, you see a white dog laying on uh, the ground. At least it's supposed to be white. It appears to be very muddy. Okay. He points over at another building that looks like a stable sort of place. And looking in, you can see that there's like a wash basin. All right. Is this dog as big as like the one the giant had? No, this is a normal sized dog. Okay. If anything, it's small. Okay, what's the dog's name? Mercury. Mercury. Okay. So I go over to the dog. Um, I'm trying to discern if it's uh, a nice dog, mean dog. Sure. Okay. Uh, as you start to approach it, it stands up and looks at you nervously. I slow down. Okay. Roll animal handling. Six. Plus one. <laughs> okay. Um, it turns to run, but you don't see it run. Instead, ten or so feet away, it just sort of appears again as you're blinking. <laughs> and then it starts to run. Okay, so well, it, as I'm blinking? Okay. Um, it's about 50 feet away and it lays down. Okay. I'll try again. Okay. Just run without blinking. <laughs> Roll animal handling. <laughs> 17. Okay. 16 plus 1. Um, you get much closer this time um, before it starts to stand up. I stop. You stop? I uh, get down on one knee okay. and I extend my right hand. It comes out and sniffs it. Okay. And puts its head down. It scratches in between his ears lightly. Okay. I tried to, I'm trying to. He starts kicking his leg. Trying to navigate, you know, that little area, that sweet spot that, yep. that they like. You find it? Yep. I'm scratching, I'm scratching that real good. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you scratch it real good. Yeah. I'm scratching that real good. Uh, so I, I'm trying to bond with the animal. Okay. And I'm hoping uh, it'll follow me over to the stables. All right. You start to walk, and it does follow you. Okay. Until it gets close to the stables. Okay. And then it stops. Okay. So. You don't like to get take a bath, do you, buddy? <laughs> uh, Lucky it's not one of those dogs that knows the word bath. 
Okay. So uh, I could do this, I guess, different ways. Can I, can I persuade the dog? <laughs> you can try. Okay. Um, it would be helpful if you found something that could attract it, like food or okay, or a toy in the kitchen. One of the sausages. Sausages. Maybe some leftover. You can also look around the area. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take a look around the area, see if there is something I can use to help me attract this dog. Okay. So you look around. Um, knowing what dogs. you know about dogs, there are some sticks around. Okay. Um, in the stable, there does appear to be some different foods. Okay. For the different animals, um, nothing looks too attractive for a dog until you start digging in some more. You find what looks like a like a pork rind. Okay. So, pork rind. Pork rind. Uh, you also notice so that there's a forest that's quite dense. You can't see too far into it, but you do hear the sound of running water not too far off. Um, well, I do grab the pork rind. You got it. Okay, it's a backup plan. Okay. Um, I imagine I'm going to have to go out into the forest, but first I'm going to try to see if this pork rind will work. Okay. Okay. So I break off a small, tiny piece. Mm -hmm. Okay, or tear off a small, tiny piece. Give it to the dog to test its the palatability. Okay. So I try, to, I try to lure the dog over with me. Uh, I'm not trying to resort to really trickery. I'm using a lot of body language to say, like, hey, you know, come with me. Let's take a bath. Okay. I'm trying to see if I can straight up uh, just get this dog to do that for, you know, I'm, I'm trading. He's trading uh, bath time for pork rind. Okay. <laughs> he follows you. Okay. Uh, you are next to the bath. Okay. I gesture towards the bath, uh, kind of tilt my head towards him. Okay. I take off my shirt. I proceed to get into the bath. Okay. I, I extend my arms. Say, come on, buddy. I'm in here, too. Do this with me. You did this to me I, once. I, the, I put the pork rind in my mouth. I tilt my head towards him. We look at each other for a moment. Roll animal handling with a plus five. Sophie is looking into the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's at five. Five plus five? Yeah, ten. Plus, what's your animal handling? One. Eleven? Yeah. Okay. It walks into the tub. Okay. All right, so I'm, uh, I scrub the dog down. I, I just lather him up all soapy. I'm like messing with his cheeks, stuff like that. And then I'm like wringing it through his fur, through his, through his back. All right, you give him a good bath. Okay, and he then, is a good boy. Okay, very good. And he good gets murder. out, starts shaking. That he shakes here, and then he shakes there, and then he shakes there. <laughs> and he sort of pops in and out of existence almost. Okay. And he runs off. Okay. <clears throat> so thank you, Mercury, and I, you know. I pet him and watch him disappear okay. multiple times until he's gone. <laughs> As you leave, um, you notice that he runs back and begins to follow you. Okay, I turn around, pet him, uh, look over towards uh, Professor Gatok, and say, yeah. oh, well, uh, you know, I said, I washed the dog. He seems very happy. Uh, he's following me. Uh, what do you want me to do? Can I take him as a companion? Never refuse. Son of the Wild. Okay, so I guess uh, Mercury, you're coming with me. He follows you. Okay. All right. So uh, now I head towards Vish. Uh, no, you'll need to head to Mistress eventually. But Mistress. I believe Elora is next. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> cloak. Yep. Do I have like a map of the school that gives me an idea of where? Cloaks may be. <laughs> well, you can talk to the professors first to see if they know about his cloak. Okay. Which professor would you like to talk to? 
Um, as everyone was leaving everything too, mm -hmm. like because we're back there when everyone was standing yeah. up. Vi was Vish still there, or had he already dispersed? Vish is there. Mistress is there. Uh, let me ask Vish because it's his cloak. Okay. Perhaps he would have an idea where it would have been. Sure. So, uh, ah, lore is it? What can I do for you? Oh, it says here that we need your cloak. Um, yes, nasty thing. Where? Always hiding. Always hiding? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> a cloak. Yes. This is this a magical cloak. Uh, no. Don't be ridiculous. Magical cloaks. Come now. Who would wear that every day? Perhaps a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> a strange doctor. Where was the last you saw it? Uh, well, it was on my shoulders and it decided to fly off. Again. From the wind? No. Don't be daft, boy. What color is this cloak? Whatever color it wants. Whatever color it damn well pleases. I say red, it turns purple! I think he has a cloak. <laughs> this seems very perplexing. Um, is, uh, Miss Tress, right? Yes. Is, her name? is she there too? Yes. Um, I glance over her, kind of stare at her, perplexed. It's a trained dark mantle, my dear. So they are creatures that live in the under dark, underground. Um, they look kind of like manta rays, so they do kind of look like a cloak. Um, they can turn any color they want. It's, or, like, it's like a pet. It's his pet, yes. Okay. But he also wears it as a cloak, and he feeds it little things as he walks. <laughs> Alright, so this thing could be anywhere. Yes. This will be the toughest assignment. Great. Um, is it like a magical creature, or...? Uh, How about the, I'm it gonna, is magical. It's magical, and it's a creature yes. in nature. Um, were you here when it, uh, escaped? I was on my way here, from my room in the hall. Alright. Flew off. If I can do a, uh, nature check or something, see if I can hear a sound, or, uh... It likes the dark. It likes the dark. Do you have, like, a map of the school or anything? Um, there's not a map, per se, but you have a good idea of the various places. Alright. Um... There's various are, lecture halls, be? there's dorms, there's cafeteria. Cafeteria would um, be good. Under the kitchen is like a cellar that has the food. Probably something dark and secluded. Cellar with food might not be bad. Um, there's like training rooms, gymnasiums. There's um, like a forest that's inside of a dome. Okay, I'd say the forest or the secluded place with food. <laughs> Maybe a good place to go. Okay. Torque might already be there. All right, let's venture towards the secluded food right. storage. So location. you head that way, and you pass Torque. Hey! <sighs> Wait, he's already done. A little red in the nose. <laughs> he's he's just exiting the kitchen. Are you all right? Yeah, I got the special brew. No problem. Where's the uh, the cloak? I'm on my way to find it. Oh, okay. Have you seen any kind of flying creatures? Has Torque? Okay. Um, roll perception. Twelve. Plus well, what you said. Which uh, one? It just like Perception. changed right when you started. Uh, it'd be eleven. Okay. Uh, you did notice um, an apron that appeared to be moving as by some sort of wind that was on the shelf with the with the spices. So in the kitchen there was this apron. It was kind of moving. It looked like it was the wind, but it wasn't very close to the window. So. I guess that could be a magical cloak. All right. Thank you. 
and I take hey, off. Hey, watch out though, because there's a big giant dog and a giant in there. Take this. I just give you the extra bone I found. <laughs> run. <laughs> Why does he run? <laughs> All right. I take a bone and I head off to the kitchen quickly. Okay. In, in haste. You do. Post haste. All right. Is the door shut? I got knocked. Probably. Yep. Again. He opens the door. Another student so, I take it. It's so big. <laughs> and blue. Hello. I'm looking for a cloak. Check the cloak room. No, it, I believe it may be eating your food. It, I, it's like a pest. I must help you make sure this place is safe. Oh, not again. Come. Oh, All right. Roll perception. Damn. Four plus eight. That's good enough. You. It's still where he described it as being. All right, up there on the shelf. Yep. I can never catch the damn thing. You better try. All right. Um, do you have any food that may attract it? You're in a kitchen, boy! <laughs> it's already eating food, though. That's the problem. Uh, hand me something that it may like. He goes over and takes um, a handful of peas. I believe this is his favorite. Right? Um, he starts to sprinkle it and it like rains on you. His hands are so huge. <laughs> There's a bunch of raining peas. <laughs> Alright. Catch peas. <laughs> Let me attempt, uh, I'm gonna do this animal friendship. Okay. Uh, I just need a morsel of food, which now I have plenty. Friendship? Yes. Okay. Um, I will cast it. You do. It lets you convince the beast that you mean it no harm. Uh, choose a beast that you can see within range. Mm-hmm. It must see and hear you. It does? Uh, if the beast is an intelligence of four or higher, the spell fails? No, okay. it isn't. Whew, good. Uh, otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Or, okay. Or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. What is your uh, spell save DC? I believe it's on the second page. Up at the top. 13. Okay. It is charmed. It flies down, wraps itself around you, and starts to eat. All right. You didn't say that. I was like, eat what? Eat. <laughs> I look at the tall blue man and say, uh, uh, thank you for your help. Well done. And then I now off. Very well. <laughs> I make my way back towards you do. Uh, Miss Tress. Miss Tress's room. So you all meet up with your various accoutrements as you have gathered. It says, ah, yes, you are the first to arrive. Congratulations. But the test has just begun. Yes. But the journey has just begun. If you want to watch us on the journey, subscribe. Come back in two weeks or over at patreon.com slash blindwave where you can check it out early. <gasps> Bye, guys. Sweet spot that, yep. that they like. You find it? Yep. I'm scratching, I'm scratching that real good. Mm-hmm.
Okay. Yeah. You have a really unique look. So, you all meet up with your various accoutrements, as you have gathered. It says, ah, yes, you are the first to arrive. Congratulations. But the test has just begun. Whoa. Okay. She starts to cast some sort of spell, and the room around you turns into what looks like a dungeon. All there right. are stairs going down. This may be an illusion, but that doesn't mean it's not dangerous. You will need to take everything that you found with you and venture below. Your mission is to find a sacred ruby that is hidden in the caverns below this barracks. The barracks is inhabited by a group of hobgoblins. They do not yet know of the ruby's existence. They have a wizard who has discovered its existence coming to them to collect it. If they find it, they will grow far too powerful. So you must find it first. So this is kind of like a simulation, maybe? Like a magical one? Or do we believe this is all real? So I would imagine it like the X-Men's danger room, okay. where you can still get hurt, but gotcha. it's still a simulation. Yeah, imagine that room in Star Trek Next Generation, they go in there and it's I don't know the anything about that. Yeah. The holodeck? I don't care to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're precious, together. find a precious gem in a dark, deep cavern. I'm used to this. Let's go, lads! I imagine we're over there by the steps in. You are going to be going down those stairs. Is it dark? Can we see? Are there torches? There torches? It is dark. All right, we're gonna need some light first. Anybody? You can see that there are torches, a torch on this side of the door. Okay. That appears to be lit, but the stairs themselves are dark, but you can see it out from distance. Um, I I have dark vision up 60 feet. Okay. Does that help me see anything? Oh yeah, extra you can further? see just fine. This uh, room appears to contain. He seems to be patrolling. Friends. There is a hobgoblin down there. Oh, some Adam. I see him too. What? Okay. What the hell is your name? <laughs> well, nobody knows because nobody's asked. You just asked. What is in character? What the hell is your name? Falcon. <laughs> All right, that's much better than Goggle Man. You know, in a real story, this is where he would come in now and once he said his name, kick some ass. <laughs> just saying. Well, we'll see. The dice will tell. Well, Vulcan, think you can take care of the hobgoblin? I could. Is it necessary? Want to go ask? I think he means can we sneak by him. <laughs> In every game that I've played, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> or gentlemen, I'm sorry, uh, when I had the option of sneaking by, I always sneak and kill or something like that as well, because I don't like the idea of anything being behind me. <laughs> I mean, I could probably sneak past. I assume we have to try to get the torch as well, right? So there is a um, a small entry room at the bottom of the stairs. The hobgoblin patrol is patrolling back and forth. He seems bored. There's a shut door behind him. Roll perception. Four. Seventeen. Okay. Eighteen plus eight. All right. 22. Okay, so um, 
everyone but Thane can see that um, there's no like padlock on this side of the door or anything like that. This guard also doesn't appear to have any keys, um, but he does have, as shown there, a shield spear. He's in chain armor. Now, it's fairly. When we go in here, do we are we armed with anything, or was whatever we brought with us? Well, it's whatever you brought with you. Is there anything around the room that we can use? In this room? Yeah. Uh, you see some like rocks hmm. that you can maybe throw. Well, That's about the extent of it, unless you can get his spear from him. I do have three vials: powder, griffin feathers, luminous dark shrooms, and bully, bully woog blood. Mercury is also still with you. And mercury, yeah. Boom, come on. <laughs> so, do I have an option to use Mercury to, or do we want to do that? How's everyone outfitted? Oh, can we just kill this fuck? I mean, has, what um, do you have? Unfortunately, um, earlier I said I only took my small one of one of my axes with me, my small one. Your small axe. You don't have yeah. a big axe. You said you left everything, right? Me? Yeah. No, I grabbed my weapons and I took my knapsack, I like my my belt. Like I don't have like all my bed bedding and. Like all that Your kind of adventuring stuff. gear. Yeah, but yeah. I took like my little belt thing that I have with like little things on it, and I took my my sword and my shield. I'm not leaving that anywhere, especially the shield. Swords are placed. The scimitar. I left my great sword behind. I just have my crossbow. This hand one, so it's small. All right. Professors wouldn't have given us time to. But you could have yeah. time. But we have time to get our stuff. You can go we... back. I think we should use what we had. Right? Is there a time limit? Well. Um, if they find the ruby, probably the next four that come with whatever they need will come into here as well okay. and push in to get the ruby. I want to sure they all have their own simulation. It might be better if we can get there first. Okay. I mean, they might all have their own simulation because, like, they might have also all had their own different types of tasks. Yeah. Um, she did congratulate you for being the first to arrive. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we can be the first to get this ruby, even if other people have different simulations. It still will be the first. I have you know? Mercury, my hand crossbow, because I got my concealed carry, so I keep it on me. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> uh, and then I have the powder I got earlier that I swiped. That doesn't cover schools. You know. All right. Your, so I mean, your, let's uh, if we can take out this guy. Yep. If we take him out, and then if need to, there's a he has a what? What is he? A spear and a shield. He has right. a spear and a let's shield. Let's do it. So that'll help at least with that, right? Yep. So let's can we sneak up on him and get a stealth attack on him? What's everyone's? I'm a two for stealth. I'm a four, but... Damn, bro. If I talk to my little friend, uh, cape, mm-hmm. cloak, whatever, get him to turn black, maybe we can use him on somebody to help boost their stealth to kind of sneak in, especially if it's kind of a dark room already. He can turn into the stone. Oh, well, if he can turn into stone, it might be even better. Can, can we, we use... kind of blend in? I don't know. How big is he? Um, He's the size of a cloak? <laughs> yes, uh, like Doctor Strange's cloak. <laughs> Okay, so like... You should have it go in, wrap around his head. You use a couple of Doctor Strange, like, inspirations, like the chain book thing, stuff like we that. We could. Love Doctor Strange. Strange. Oh, yeah. It's not restricted just to that. I say, so I have him go in, wrap around his head. I'm going to pick up one of these big rocks and throw it at his head. Well, no, because no, he's going to wrap around his head. I don't just hurt him. I don't well, hurt him. Can, can we coordinate attack with Mercury? So Mercury comes in <laughs> from behind, distracts him, he turns around. We don't know what's beyond this door. We don't want to be too loud, right? Well, I'm hoping, I mean, I don't know, the, the dog doesn't have to uh, make a lot of noise. I mean, the dog can just come yeah. in and it'd be one of those things where he turns around quickly no. and then we sneak attack. Let me just send in Cloak. Okay. I'll have him turn into a stone and then jump onto his face and then we can all bum rush it. 
Okay. I hate being bum rushed. I've been bum rushed. We will be the bum rushers. That's always a good one. I love what being the bum rushers. What language do you give him this command then? I don't know, whatever animals speak. Um, what's uh, Sylvan versus Druidic? Um, Sylvan is like animal language or something like that, right? I think Sylvan is like... Some kind of fairy language. That's what it is. It's yeah. a fairy language. And then Druidic is just a Druidic language. Miss Tress that said they came from the Underdark. Underdark? Hmm. Uh, Sylvan is Fey speakers. The Underdark then would speak it to understand a different language, wouldn't they? Most likely. Um. Well, I guess my best bet would be probably Common. To hope that maybe you can understand enough of Common. Under Common, um, Deep Speech would be the most likely. I speak Deep Speech. Okay. Can I utilize his Deep Speech as like a command, or whatever? And yeah, I'll ask nicely. And I can nod. Okay. So can you tell him to, uh, Thane, tell him to turn into a, into the, the stone, and okay. then wrap himself around that man's head. Okay. Hobgoblin. Maybe Hobgoblin's head. <laughs> okay. I say that. Shut you do. Licky-lock-a-lock-da-cha. <laughs> it, uh, flies off and does exactly as you say. Alright. I bum-rush the fuck Bum-rush him. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna rush to... Behind his knees. Do you, okay, are you... Down. Is it lethal or non-lethal? I'd say non-lethal, maybe we could pin him and try to ask him where the ruby is. Yeah. They don't know where the ruby is, right? Is that, is that, the hobgoblins don't know it. These hobgoblins do not know. The wizard okay. knows. Okay, yeah, let's just oh. bum rush him. Knock him out? Murder him? Knock him out. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not real. <laughs> so, you rush him, you knock him out, uh, the cloak flies back onto your shoulders. I, I brush him. Okay. I'm gonna take not, his, uh, not approvingly. I'm gonna take a shield, sword, and spear. You have them. Now you're better equipped, right? Yep. Um, oh, the door is locked. Alright, I you, search You can him. peer inside. I take a glance through the doors, cracks, like with my dark vision, trying to see what's ahead. I'd like to search him. Okay. <coughs> you don't have to roll. Okay. We, we got him tied down. He's knocked down. Well, wait, um, the only other thing he has of is a coin purse. Okay, I take that. Okay. Okay. Say coin purse. You do. <laughs> it has 15 copper. Does anyone need his spear? He took, he, well, I took, he took his weapons. Damn. I mean, what did he have? He had a spear and a shield. shield. So you have a spear and a shield. That's all he had. Oh, I thought he had a sword, too. Um, he had a dagger. Dagger. What, the dagger? Yeah, I'll take too bad! Dagger. No, you have it. I'll take the dagger. <laughs> okay. You have it. Okay. Uh, so what, you're what going to the door. You yeah. have dark vision, right? Yes, I have dark vision, 60 feet. Quick, these are You see a guy standing in front of this gate. Okay. There you uh, see a door, and then you can see a little into this room. It appears to be like a training area. Okay. And but the door's you locked? You can hear a lot of stuff from over here, okay. but you can't see anything. And the door's locked, right? The door's locked. I'm assuming from the inside, but I can't see anything? Like, you can't see like a lock or anything, or a handle, or... Um, you see where you would put a key to turn, and... On our side, or that side? On both. So you could try and pick it, or you can bash it down. Or you can knock. Or you can call over to the hobgoblin. Are there any cracks around it or anything? Or Around the door? It's not especially well made. It is made of wood. Um, you can... Can't use our sonic screwdriver. <laughs> there is enough, like, cracks around. Like, it's not airtight or anything. We could knock, see if the hobgoblin comes up, and then crash open the door and hit him with it. I can kill Bill. Yeah. You know, see if the, you know, the eye hole gets... The hobgoblin we have is unconscious. Currently. And we hold him up to the door so that just his head and everything shows through so we can lure him closer. 
when we knock. Okay. Mm. Well, he's not suspicious. Or it's like we gonna burn this. Hey, let me in. I'll say yeah. a Clone Wars. Say Clone Wars. Roger. 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 Yeah. Roger. Um, <laughs> does under the door look like a mouse could slide under it? You think so? All right. I don't see a key in the other room or anything, right? Like hanging on the wall or nothing like that. Um, roll perception. Five plus eight. So you can't see. Thirteen. Well enough. Dang. I'll check. Um, go ahead. Uh, you can't see in the dark though. Oh, I want you a perception. You no. just need a higher perception, but yeah. you probably can't see it all. Yeah, unless you light a torch. Okay. There was a torch on the wall. Yeah, there's a torch on the wall. You can see like a little. Go ahead and roll perception. Okay. 16. Plus 1, 7. Okay, that's good enough to see that there is a key on this hobgoblin's belt. You can see it gleaming in the torchlight. Okay. We grab it. How the hell did we not get that earlier? No, no, it's no. the one in the room. Next room. Oh, right. you all need to be in that room as well. I assume you're all going down. Alrighty. Um. All right. I say, watch out, everyone. Hang on. And I'm going to start to transform. You guys look at Elor, and you see him slowly like shrinking, and his. Weapons and clothes start to kind of absorb into him. And then his cloak and weapons and everything start to, start to turn to like fur. And he gets really small. And now before you, you don't see Elor anymore. You see a mouse. I step on it. Mercury seems you choose to acknowledge it. Doesn't understand what's going on. Doesn't even make an attempt to sniff you or anything. Looking for my mice. Do you have mice? I have one by my computer. I don't see him. Did you order these things? Well, I have mice. They should be in the mice drawer. <laughs> My wear mouse should be in wear beast. See them there. A wear mouse. Yeah. The one you can't find. You know where this mouse is. I'm proud of everyone for having ignored that stupid pun. Okay, I, 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 I turn into a mouse. I and crawl out of the door. I sneak under the door. And then I imagine I will try to peer that way too while I'm there. Okay. See what I can see. If you could do that, you figure you would tell your roommate. Probably wake up one day, yours and mouth mice killing. Ah! So you see two hobgoblins, one with sword and shield, one with spear and shield, sparring. Okay. Two what? Hobgoblins. Okay. Uh, this room is filled with weapon racks. Okay. And armor stands. <laughs> Against just... this wall are some targets, and these guys are taking turns hucking javelins at it. And these two are sparring. One has an axe, one has a spear. All right. In here, you see- Big uh, shiny ruby. Beyond a series of keys. Oh, a series of keys. Yeah, like a wall with keys on it. Um, there also appears to be like a small chest, a bag that appears like maybe there's money inside. So can I squeeze into there too? Yep. How many, are there a lot of keys? No, there's three. Are they like on a keychain or just Three individual keys. Three key individual keys. keys. Do they look like keys that open doors or keys for something else? They look like doors. Okay. You do, as you're going around in here, see a pair of shackles on the table that have its own set of keys. Can I climb up to the keys on the wall and grab one? Roll stealth. Oh, mouse. You can't pay attention to a mouse. Wow. Well, gonna... If it grabs a key, it would. We'll see if it drop the key. It's a 12 plus. Four, 16. Did you write down your mouse? Mouse head. 
bonuses and stuff too. No, I don't. I don't have a mouse one here. I didn't know it was gonna be a mouse. A mouse has. Let's just say you have advantage. What does that mean? It means you get to twice. roll the d20 twice and take the better result. Okay. Better 12. Oh. That's a 16. Okay. So 16 plus 4 is 20. All right. You get the key and start to scurry down the wall. Okay. You sneak past and back under the door. Yeah, and bring it back. Okay. You've joined your fellows. I just, I leave the key at someone's feet. They're like there. Hopefully they can see if it fits that door. It I'm does. not going to turn back from mouse yet. I'm going to sneak back in there. Reach down with a gloved hand and pick it up. This is a very strange day. Like, <laughs> there's mouse going to be looking at you guys. The cloak looks hungry. Yeah. It... I, look at, I look at Thane. <laughs> Mercury starts growling. Um, I, I'm going to go back under the door. I use my telepathy to communicate with you so that I can understand Your what telepathy? you're doing. Yeah. Ah! This mouse is like freaking out. Tell Thane to Here's the fucking key. The deep speech that the cloak. Tell him not to eat me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, you're unsure what effect it had, but it is not eating the mouse. I right. whisper a joke to you in Dwarvish. Uh, I, I, <laughs> <guess>, our bond. <laughs> I guess through my tele through this telepathy thing with Volkim, I tell him what I saw in the next training room that I saw like six guys, okay. several weapons, a few guys sparring, stuff like that. And I whisper it to them so okay. they understand as well. I recommend we try to breach this door <laughs> as silently as possible. Okay. And gain advantage over the one who stands watch. I was going to say, can we uh, stealth open the door and stealth come up behind two that aren't facing us, kill them, and then take and face the others head on? Well, you have to take care of him first. Shit. You the might be able to throw a coin, Shane. I tell Volkin, <laughs> maybe well, Donnie, if you... I left my money back there. Can you try to open the door, stay back? You got 13 so, uh, copper off from this hobgoblin. Mm -hmm. Here. Alright, it's 15. Okay. I wrote it down. 15. <laughs> you guys all step back. Step back. Right? Yep. Around Except the for whoever, whoever has the key. Yeah, kind of hide around the corner. Okay. Whoever has the key, open the door. Which way is the door open? Out? Like, out that way? Open it. So open it slightly. Good. Yeah. And then just leave the mouse there. Yeah. So the guy will, will turn around as he sees the opening door, look down at the mouse, and you're just. Yes. A okay. cardboard box. I want to do that. So okay. Just be, and, then do that, and then I'll be like, and see if I can. Bait him towards and then you just go this way, so the guards don't have to come. Maybe he'll come him. and see what's going on, why there's a mouse here, how this All door right. opened up. That's what we're going to do. Th thus right. it is so. Okay. So. Squeak, squeak. A mouse? He understands this. Okay. Um, Judar. Is that you? And then I run back in around the corner. Bum rush. You guys get him. You all guys, right. I'm a mouse. So, right. <laughs> uh, you all have an advantage. So roll your d20s twice to take the better result. Three, you better get a better result than that. Twelve. That's better. And then add your attacks, which should Three. be in the very center of your sheet, towards the bottom. Nineteen. That's good. That'll hit. Uh, yeah, my swing my 20. spear. Right to his face. Maybe someone can sweep his leg. I just okay. got a hand cross. What was my dagger now? <laughs> I'm glad what, I have how much is Plus uh, your dexterity. What about my, my spear? Well, can I just use my hand Via cross strength, Because he's using it in hand rather than a throne. Yes, yeah. strength. I rolled a, what I rolled a 12. I used yeah. a plus attack. Yeah. yeah. 
So, so whatever it, year it would be your, uh, it is plus strength, right? Yeah, it depends on the weapon. Strength. My scimitar. Well, I had a crossbow. It, it should be the same as his greatsword. Okay. Yeah. So it's a plus five then. Okay. I say it depends on the weapon because my scimitar uses dexterity rather than okay. strength. That's why I picked the scimitar. It'd be seventeen. That hits. Okay. I rolled an eighteen. That hits. I rolled a natural twenty. That hits. Okay. I don't so know. I don't know. Roll damage. I don't know what kind of mouse damage I do. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> maybe his like toes. The worst one. Like maybe he falls um, and attack his face. Just claw out of it. Climb in ghost, his ghost, mouth. Ghost, ghost, ghost. No, he might eat me. I'm not gonna claw no mouth. Just say ghost, ghost. Um, a ghost, ghost. Remember Cinderella? Oh yeah. He has to roll against disease. Okay. So you turn to disease. If he mouth? doesn't die. Oh, no, Kevin, you're a disease. You rolled a natural one. So you oh. diseased? Yeah. <laughs> really bad. Um, if you critted, I believe you rolled twice. Twice damage? Yes. Okay. So either twice or take the max, but we'll just do twice for now. Look it up later. Alright, so that is... Uh, so you don't twice the modifier. Okay. 14? Total? Total. Okay. What about you guys? So this oh. is damage? The spear is d8, which is the diamond looking one. Uh, D4 is the pyramid one. Uh, 7 plus my strength. Yep. Which is plus 3, so 10. Okay. 4. 4 plus your strength modifier. Three. Plus 3. Okay, so he goes down to look at this mouse, which jumps up and grabs him on the nose <laughs> while the spear sweeps his legs and a dagger goes into his heart. And what's your weapon? Spear. A spear is diseased. <laughs> Fua! Sticks him to the ground. We'd kill that guy good. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, he's uh, dead. Did silently. And he's okay. diseased. I was gonna say. <laughs> <should> we, <laughs> let's Should throw his body into the room. Wait. <laughs> and just lock the door. Potentially, they'll all die. <laughs> I was gonna ask if we should all also roll stealth, but no, no. The the swift succession of blows. Yep. Okay. It was very much a walk around the corner. <laughs> I love you walk back in. I love the idea of this door just opens. This guy just looks. It's just like a little mouse there. Just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we sneak in and maybe get around the side of that wall. And I don't know what we can do here. So he just... also has a spear and shield. So yep. Shane, if you want a spear and yes. a shield. Yes. A spear two-handed will do a D8. One-handed with a shield will do a D6. Okay. It depends if you want to hold a shield and a spear, or just a spear. If you hold the shield, it adds plus 2 AC. I have a 15. Is that <clears throat> decent? Yes. Okay. That's pretty good. So I'll just take the spear. Okay. What's an armor class in health of a mouse? Uh, well, I believe the health is 1. 1, okay. I believe the AC... I believe he uses your AC. Does he? Okay. It might not. Turn on it's not great. I know the... Uh... Actually, it might not be terrible. A badger has an AC of 10. Frog has an AC of 11. Oh, well maybe it's better than I thought. It's hard to hit. A giant rat has an AC of 12. Okay. So, what, what do you want me to have? Giant rat, we'll say. Okay. AC of 12, hit point 7, in addition to hit whatever else. Hit point 7. Else. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all I need, just 7. Yep. Your dex is a 15, plus 2 modifier. It's worse. Uh, charisma, minus 3. That's about the same. <laughs> uh, bite does a d4 plus 2 damage. D4 plus 2. Yep. Where were we? <laughs> yes. Initiative. You all get your first round free. Surprise round. Awesome. Are we fighting him now? We didn't stealthily do it? Um, what? For those guys? Yeah. 
Well, once you... Can we stealth the first two Once you killed this guy? Um, like, once you initiate this combat, we'll need an initiative. So this but, is for the combat that's probably upcoming. But you guys can go ahead and position, if need be. They don't know you're there yet. So you can roll stealth, if you want to try and get to those walls. What all okay. do they have? Spears uh, and shields and... This guy is fighting with a spear and an axe. These guys are throwing javelins, and these guys are uh, sword and shield and spear and shield. Could we try to get, like, us each on a wall, and then just have one person be like, hey, and then they all come running, and we can use those, like, hot gates and just surprise them from the side? We should try and use mercury. To lure so anyone them. that wants to hide here can do so freely. Okay. One here will require a stealth check. All right, I'll hide. Where? I want to hide. hide freely. What if I want to hide over here? As the rat. I'll hide freely. The mouse. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll require uh, stealth. Should try to. It's pretty easy. You should try to tip over these weapon stands onto these two guys throwing javelins. I don't know if I can as a mouse, but if nothing else, I can well, you can there. turn well, back into a man and then and, and then push it over. I can attack him. Okay, so I'm gonna go freely to that spot. Okay. With no consequence. <laughs> okay. Why are, is that spot freely? You are there. Is, because, well, because otherwise you, you have to walk across. You don't have to cross. Region. Unless yeah. you go in and go around. Can you just stealthily go, this go across there? You yes. Can, you can attempt a stealth you have to roll. You can attempt a stealth roll, oh, yeah. That's, Which, that's why there's stealth. Okay. <clears throat> For things like this. You know, if you're Metal Gear Solid and you go across there, some guy go, what? what was that noise? You know? You gotta not make that noise. Okay, I will pay the price because Eric went for free. Okay. <laughs> pay the price. 13. Plus, plus. Uh, sir, 13. Second from the bottom. Two. Hey, shit. 15. Nope, you go through. Okay. Silent as a mouse. Ooh. Speaking of mouse, I want to sneak around over there and at least hide over, like, if there's weapon racks and stuff, I'm going to hide amongst it so that they don't, hopefully they don't see me. I yep. can kind of hide. Okay. Roll. Right. That's a 15. I have advantage, right? That's what you said as a mouse? You, yes, but that's enough. That's good. Okay. 15. You do so. 15 plus 4. So right? you're a mouse behind the armor. I'm hiding over there on the other side of them, so... Okay. And there's weapon racks on every wall. What's this here? Is, is this, this a gate with a wall connecting in between, or does yeah. it... Yeah. Is it free? It's, okay. no, it's, it's not free standing. It's closed up. Okay. It's closed up. I'm like, waiting on you guys. What about the okay. warlock? I... I guess I will step out and be... the bait. Have we used ghost? I'm Mercury? Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Mercury. Did I give you a mini for Mercury? No, mm. I don't believe so. Arf, arf. So when they come running, go ahead and put him where you want him to be. Just right by my side. When they come That's running at us, me and Shane just put our spears at their foot level, out like this. They all triple, like fall over and kind of start stabbing in the back. Like Drax. Yeah. I don't have a dagger. I have spears. You all have spears. Well, I had a spear to start with. They stole theirs. <laughs> they have like a, a wizard leader, right? She said that there was a wizard like working for them or with them that is traveling <coughs> here to tell them about this ruby. Okay. So not here. Not in this room at least. But they know what he looks like, I'm guessing? Uh, yes. Okay. I assume you would assume. Who, I'm assuming that's who they mistook the mouse for. What was the name that he called you? Uh, let me see if I can remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Take the seat. <laughs> I mean, you could just walk out there. They'll see you eventually. I'll just walk out there. Okay. After I'll uh, and walk out there and and stamped. Oh, okay. Good. Command attention. 
All right, it reverberates throughout the chamber. They look and shout, practice is over. Initiative. I do have a plus for initiative four. Four for me. Just as remember well. your numbers. Nineteen. Just remember your numbers. I remember. Dragon's four. Good. You got four. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we adding to it? Didn't you? No, I got a plus four. I think. <laughs> a total of nineteen. <laughs> uh, initiative. Top center by your armor class. Don't be upset. I got the same result. Okay. Did anyone get over twenty? I no. got nineteen. I did nineteen as well. So that's a no. So twenty. Nineteen. Yes. What's your modifier for dex, for initiative? I mean, mine was 17 and initiative was the two. Two. Okay, so, so Elor is first, followed by Thane, followed by the goblins. 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, the hobgoblins. 12, 11, 10, 9, an entity you do not know about yet. 8, 7, Six. Five. Yeah. Five? <laughs> well, it was a six minus one, so yeah. You have a minus one for initiative? No. Four. Man. Three. Four. Yeah. No, because I have a minus one initiative. Yeah. So three? Three. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's yeah. random. Right. Elora, you're first. It's random. Are you waiting? Yes. Um, I'm going to be blamed for these dice. How high it's are random. these? <laughs> Not random, they're they, skill. It's they're skill. completely random. It's a skill. <laughs> it's a lie. Um, how... These weapon racks I'm hiding around. Like, mm -hmm. what are are they? Tall? Are they short? Are they like wa waist height? Like, what do they look um, like? Um, so uh, they're like places for swords to stand in, and like they hold them, but they're sitting just off the floor. Um, that's what most of them are. There's the occasional table that holds like bolts or okay. javelins. They don't look like something I can knock over that will fall on somebody or anything like that, right? Um, like they're not that tall. So. Like, the one there looks kind of like that, okay. and that it is the series of, like, shelves connected for, like, armor and things like that. It almost looks like lockers, almost. Okay. Those could be pushed. It's heavy. It's made of wood, but it is full of, like, chain and different A mouse of armor. probably can't push that, right? Probably not. All right. Back into it. But an elf could. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to. So if I sneak up behind it and then change to my elf and, like, push it as I change, can I do that? Yeah. Sure thing. All right, put your mini over there. Uh, all right. Oh, I like this idea, right but I guess. Um, over all right, they way, need to roll reflex saves. Wherever I'm pushing this thing. Yeah. I don't know if I got to roll anything. Uh, go ahead and roll 2d6 damage. I have two. Go ahead and knock Seven. them prone into the next space. <laughs> And knock the weapon rack over. They take seven. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I wouldn't help say that. Right. Um, put it on top of them. Okay. Yeah. Like here? Yep. So, In a bad way. Oh, they're trying to like climb their way out. They, the hobgoblins turn, <clears throat> gasp. Okay. At this appearing, appearing elf. Uh, Thane is next. So um, they're now turned looking at the weapon rack. Yeah. So, just run up behind him. Well, can I, can I run with uh, Mercury? Like, how strong oh, is Oh yeah, Mercury dog? needs to roll initiative as well. 
Okay. So roll that. <coughs> Damn. Five. Oh, five. So above Calvin, probably? Because I have a lower initiative than the dog. <laughs> the dog's have great initiative. You just like an earthquake? I think we're the hell out of there. There you go. Okay, I do. It's changing an action? Or a... I believe it's a free action. So would I still get more or no? Yes. Do you want to do something else? If I can still get more, unless I'm going to hold my action. Well, pushing the thing over is an action. That's my action? Yeah. Link dog, which is what he is. Link dog? Yep. A blink dog. Blink dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can blink. Can you look through this? Yeah. Okay. For blink, blink dog? dog? yeah. Uh, there's no blink dog in this. Okay. Might be a mine. I do have daggers. I don't see it. But I'll read you what you need to know. It's a hellhound. Ah. All right, Shane. So Mercury has the following. 13 AC, 22 hit points. Speed of 40 feet, perception 13, stealth plus 5, understands Sylvan. Understands what? Sylvan. Sylvan. He cannot speak it. Language. So he has a bite attack. <laughs> so the creature I have, Shane can speak to, and the creature he has, I can speak to. <laughs> yeah. A bite is plus 3 to hit, d6 plus 1 damage, teleport, recharge on 4 through 6. So after he uses it, you have to roll a d6, and if it's a four, five, or six, you don't have to write this down, but he'll recharge the ability. Okay. Um, teleports up to 40 feet. Oh, his movement speed. Is that counted as a move? Yes. Okay. It's counted it as, as an action. action. As an action, not as movement action. Okay. Okay. So um, his initiative then is a plus three. You rolled a five? Yes. So it's an eight, so he goes here. Okay, Thane, it's your turn. So did I go in with my dog, or is that like a separate? The dog has its own the, initiative, yeah. which is just before Cal. So you can give it a command, or he can give it a command. Okay. Um, <coughs> you can wait until your dog's initiative comes and go in together, if you want to do that. Or you can wait for them to come up here in our little trap. Well, <laughs> that might have worked before we decided we need to push this thing and them all look at me. Maybe. Or they <laughs> might divide their efforts. It's like, there's two of them! Where were you at, Calvin? I'm right here. You're back there. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, they they don't know we're all here. I think we can still ambush. Okay, so you want to hold your action? Yeah, we'll hold for right now. Okay. The goblins are next. I guarantee they're gonna go for me. (laughs) At least one is. Yeah. They all are. I'm not. How we're okay. Good. I didn't want to change my mouse for one. Stay there. I should have. Should we? All right. So. Or tactic mouse. They are shocked that you're there. They were not expecting you. We're good. The guy with an axe rolls an eight versus AC. No. Okay. So he goes in and you just sort of block it with your shield. Okay. Uh, The other guy did not see one of the spears fall out and trips on it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next is the hobgoblins. Let's see. He'll charge. So, what are you guys doing? I mean, I was, I, I assume we're waiting for them to charge so yep. that we can just blindside them. They're charging. They're right charging the now, face. so what are you going to... Yeah, they're charging They're charging, so going to wait till... You're going to attack with your spears? Yeah. Okay. Roll to hit. 16. Plus what? What? Uh, you have advantage. 
So roll again. Because <laughs> they don't know you're there. Eleven. Good. So eleven and add your to hit. Add my Which is in the center of the sheet. Like for your weapons. There's down there. In the middle. Yep. Add middle a column. Add for a sixteen and a four. I don't have a. I mean, I don't have a spear in this. Yeah, uh, it, it's the same though. It's, it's the same. Strength. Plus five. Yeah. Plus five. Okay. So what's yeah. the total? Uh, what I, I just got eleven, so sixteen. Sixteen. Is it plus the, the total of the two I rolled, or plus the highest one? The highest one. Twenty-one. Okay. So Thane hits. He, as he's running, has his shield to his left, which you did not expect, and you hit the shield. So you may roll damage. Okay. A D8. Nice. Which is the diamond shaped one. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then add whatever is the right number on your attacks. Uh, there's two, I think, right? Yeah, it's a two plus uh, three. Plus three. So five? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so uh, you stab him in the thigh, and he swirls, sees you, has a look of terror on his face. I love it. And turns to engage. Uh, this guy is going to continue his charge and roll 11. This is not hit. Okay. It's a miss. So Eric knocked him off balance enough that he missed his spear charge. That's it for the hobgoblin. So roll um, perception, mercury, and thane. This one right here? Yep. 14 plus. Is this for you or for Mercury? For me. Okay. Plus what? One. Okay. Um, you hear the sound of someone running in chain mail coming from behind this door. Okay. Mercury. Okay. Seven. And What's he doing? Biting, I assume. Biting. Okay. Well, yeah, and his perception is 13. Uh, it doesn't matter. You heard. Well, let's, let's say about doing is having him like instant transport, teleport to where Aaron is to help him out, maybe. You can do that. Okay. Have him bite those guys that are prone. Bite their foot. Or have him fight that guy there because you have someone else that we don't know what's coming. He can teleport all the way to here if he wants. You want to back up, Aaron? Um, no. Let him attack your guys first and then let him come his next turn. Okay. Uh, so he'll stay, he'll attack the guy I'm attacking. <laughs> okay. Roll the bite. Four. That's gonna miss. So he can't find a way to get in past the spear. Uh, Volcom. Volcom. All right. Um, I will attack the guy that's uh, next to me there. Okay. Swear. A spear. Uh, eight. That's gonna miss. Busts it with his shield. <clears throat> Torque. Uh, yeah, I just would charge after the guy that I just. My okay. spear glanced off his shield. You were flanking. Yep. So you have advantage. Mm-hmm. So roll twice. Did I have advantage? Or just him? Um, you you would as well. Okay. Sorry, I didn't think about so it. eight and... Well, four. not much better. Ten. Go. It's gonna miss. Eighteen. Roll again, in case you get a twenty. Four. Okay, so you hit. So roll a d8 plus your strength modifier. That's a ten. Square diamond, yeah. <clears throat> Two plus strength modifier yep. and five. You spear him in the back of his leg. He turns, sees you, 
curses, something in a language you cannot understand. We're back to Elor. I will do Thunder Wave. Okay. Uh, each creature in a 15-foot cube originating, originating from me must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, what am I trying to hit? Um, I don't know. Do I... Do I no, I, it's your save, yeah. Uh, your second 13. Sheet. 13. What happens if they fail? Um, on a fail, the creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from me. All right, roll the damage. All the ones laying down failed. The one standing up passed. That's 8 and 6, so 14. This is thunder wave? Yes. Okay, so... Paralyzed. You push them away, and the weapon rack is pushing as well, and the various weapons start to, like, fall on them. They get stabbed. They get hammered. It's terrible. They're pin cushions by the time it ends and are well dead. Gotcha. Um, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage, but is not pushed. So what was the damage? 14. So seven? So seven damage to him. Um, okay. In addition, unsecured objects are uh, within the area of effect, are automatically pushed 10 feet away. And <coughs> it's a thunderous boom, audible to 300 feet. All right, so you thunder boom right in his face. Blood begins to pour out his ears well, and his eyes, and he collapses. Let's tear this is a good thing that guy's already coming. I did not need your dog. <laughs> I didn't want to put him in the mix of that dog. Uh, Thane. How you guys doing? <laughs> no. There's one, there's one in front of you, one in front of Calvin, and uh, he's also in front of Tork. I'll get the one in front of me. Okay. I will attempt to stab him with my spear. All right. 11 plus, what was it again? It's in the middle of your sheet. Oh, five. 16? Yes. It's not enough, but you have advantage because you're attacking with your dog. So, so roll again. again. 17. Okay, so um, the dog jumps up and grabs at his shield, pulling it away as you spear him in the chest. Roll D8. All right, that is enough. You spear through, it comes out his back. Oh, you man. pull it clean, and he falls. Goblins are dead. Hobgoblin. There's one left. He... Guy that stabbed him. Torque. <laughs> he throws down his spear. Oh. This door opens. You see a hobgoblin peek in and then shut it. <laughs> Volkim. Um then I hear it latch. Yep. I guess I take this guy and like strip him of his weapon or his shield and everything, take his helm off. Okay. Make you do so? More of a vulnerable target if he tries anything. Uh, search him. Okay. He has a spear, a shield, a coin pouch with 17 copper pieces. Okay. A helmet, a chain mail. Um, I take the shackles that are over here on the table and I... How do we get in there? Huh? It's, no. it's locked up, right? There was a there was a table alongside this wall, right? It's no, inside it's the gate. Oh, but there? this guy had the key. Okay. So you can take that key. Okay, cool. Unlock it and put the manacles on them. And then as you're doing all that, it's Torque's turn. Oh, um, we've defeated everybody now, right? Except well, whoever's behind that door. True. Mm -hmm. Uh, if we're near the training room, can I do like a quick glance to see if there's a double-headed warhammer? Oh like yeah. My preferred. There is. There is. 
Well, dang, I'm getting that. Okay, you have it. I have it. Well, I assume we want to get in where that dude just tried to keep us out. So, uh, which door should I go for? The one that the guy was in, or should we go for this one here? Um, we don't know anything about that one. We know there was a guy behind this one, so... Do you want to try to get in there? Or at least listen and see if there's noise from inside or something. Nothing came out. <coughs> they should have heard my thunderous boom, I would have figured. Yeah, well, we saw a guy, and then he closed it. Yeah, Roll, over, over here, though. Yeah. Roll to listen, Eric. Three. Your ears are still ringing a little bit from that thunder. Boom. Um, can I try? Uh, by, by that door? Yes. Perception. Yep. 19. Uh, you hear the sound of something heavy grating against the stone. He's trying to... Yeah, he's blocked the door. He's trying to block the door. Yeah, blast through there. Um, is there any cracks underneath the door? Um, a small crack. Like, is it pretty close, or is it... I mean, it's like this much. Okay. Anything else Eric can do, or is it moving on then? Um, uh, we're not really in initiative anymore. Okay. Until something else happens. Yeah, you know, I was going to say I could just use my warhammer to break open this door. That door, or mm -hmm. the other door? That one. Okay. The one that guy's behind? Yeah. Okay. Let's try it. Before right. he... Roll an attack. Before he barricades it more. Yeah. Nine. And then is there any modifier? Uh, it's in your normal attack Whatever modifier. Yeah. My strength? Uh, it'd be down there in your attacks. Oh, plus five. That hits. Roll damage. Um, with the double head warmer hammer, it's a D10. Which is this one, well, plus five. That's your percentile use it. Six. Plus five, as you said? Yeah, I have a Warhammer uh, D10 plus five B. What's B? Bashing. Bashing, yeah, which I am doing. The door bashes open. You see a hobgoblin pushing a desk <laughs> towards the door. I shouldn't call your pants down like that. <laughs> oh, bash him. He looks, he sees you, he looks to his right, he looks back, throws down his weapon. I would say we'd uh, crook him over, search him, and then put him in the gate with the other guy, right? In the cell? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, he has spear shield, helmet, chainmail. He also has a pouch of 22 silver pieces. Which I will be taking. And I better be able to keep those. Uh, in his room, there. he has a desk with some various papers. There's also a cup of ale. Okay. In it as well. Um, with all the keys and things, you can search the various rooms. This is the pantry. Yep. There's various food stores, ale, things like that. Nothing pointing to a ruby, though. Uh, no. And this is the dormitory, the barracks. So mm -hmm. that's where people are sleeping. There's various personal effects. Nothing of too much great value. Certainly no ruby. Okay. Also, I wanted to look through the rest of this when I was a mouse. I saw that there was like a... A chest? A chest and a, yep. uh, I think it was a pouch or something? Uh, yes. So, a pouch of coins. Uh, there is a total of uh, 27 silver pieces. Okay. 52 copper pieces. Okay. So, make sure and write down your silver that you got. Was that well, this is all illusionary yeah, silver. Yeah. I wrote it down, but... Was there anything else? All this shit going to disappear? Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Was there anything else in the chest that... Um, inside the chest were... Um, a series of gems, but you see no ruby. Gotcha. Okay. You see like quartz and topaz, lesser valuable ones, totaling a hundred gold pieces worth. 
I'll go look in the. Yeah, we gotta go around. In this Roll perception. Here. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> well, the thing that stands out the most, there appears to be a gargoyle in this room, like a statue of a winged demonic beast. Okay. With a nineteen, you can tell that it's standing on a pedestal, and it looks like the pedestal can slide. I guess we can push it. Um, I look. I glance over around the corner. Talk. Mm. Come help me push this. Mm. I come. All right. Hard. With all of your might. Calm down. Um, you Torque. cannot budge this thing. Hmm. What mm. all did you guys get before you headed down here? Okay, so uh, I have a uh, uh, have a special brew. brew, which I can't imagine does much. Uh, there's a cloak. What about the book? Copy of Be Calmed, and we wash the dog. Volkim, what do you see in that book? Can I read it? Sure. Um, the bookmark falls out. Mm-hmm. It seems to be about air elementals, which seems irrelevant. Hmm. Um, I search the area for these symbols. Okay. You see no such symbols. Is it any language that I recognize? Hmm. Or any of us? Rural history. Eleven. You know enough that it appears like like symbology, as if it means what it depicts, like a hieroglyph or cave painting. Okay. Why don't you roll intelligence, Torque? One. <laughs> you got nothing. Around the room, do I notice anything else? I, there's a bookshelf I see. Like mm-hmm. There's a bookshelf. There's his desk uh, that has some, some food stuff, some papers, a uh, mug of beer, uh, the bookshelves. Don't have any books on them. Uh, he just has like some of his clothes up there. Hmm. Why don't you try to describe the symbols? Um, one looks like an, an omega. One looks like a a star with some sort of Banana. leaf or fruit Binder. at the center. Okay. Uh, one looks like uh, the head of a beast mounted to a wall. One looks like a heart of a man. And the last symbol looks that's, that's that movie, like Jack a Bolton. broken arrow. Everyone can roll intelligence. Can I re-roll? Sure. Oh, I did. You can do it again. Twelve. Eight. Eight. Twelve. Hmm. So, the... You notice that the middle thing looks a little bit like the creature okay. that you're staring at. The dwarf recognizes the second symbol as a brewer's mark. Mm. Those are hops inside of a star. So maybe if it's a brewer's mark, I don't know, maybe uh, the special brew? Open the door, take the brew, give it to the gargoyle, he gives you his heart, and then you break an arrow. As most gargoyles, its mouth is agape. If his mouth is a gate, maybe just take a little bit of the brew and talk. Put it Pour some of the brew in his mouth. I do so. It closes its mouth. It's weird. Okay. Now its mouth is closed. I've done my duty. What? Nothing else seems to happen. What well, my dog? True. I mean, he was one of the things that we got. Right? Have him pee on it. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing we know is happened was the mouth closed, right? What's yep. it supposed to be again? 
The gargoyle. Okay. Yeah. It has two wings and everything. Nothing's. Nothing else is weird about the gargoyle at all or anything. It's not missing anything. You think that the next symbol might be a tongue? We can just close his mouth. Dog lick something? We can't open the mouth, can we? If I try to like move it or do anything, it doesn't move at all or anything. Um, you think if you try too hard, it might break. Can we lick the dog? Lick the base of it or something? Seems weird. I know. Doesn't it? You can. Have the dog smell it. Have the dog roll perception. Yeah. I'll tell the dog to look at this fact. That's you. Mm-hmm. 19. So the dog is sniffing at the base, and it appears it puts its tail between its legs. Like it doesn't like whatever it smells yeah. under it. Um, so we gotta get underneath this thing, maybe? Crack it open. Why is there a tongue and a broken arrow? What do I do with my cloak? Can my cloak do something? I mean, now the mouth is closed. Can we try the pedestal or the... Try pushing it again? Pushing it again. again. Roll strength. I push the cloak. 18 Six plus zero. Plus three, eight. 18. So you're pushing at it, and it feels like it moves a little more than before, but there's still something locking it in place. Can the dog blink behind things? Is he has to be able to see it. He gave the brew in its mouth. Close his mouth. You just pour some more brew on it. Where is his eyes? I don't know. Up his nose? I don't know. We put we put something on his tongue and then close his mouth. Yeah. Maybe you put a cloak over its eyes. And I have the cloak like look around at it or something like that. It's like a creature, right? Yep. Cloak is. Um, is the cloak acting weird by anything, or does it? Doesn't seem to. We realize that a tongue can also represent speaking. Why ain't got nothing to speak? Bello. <laughs> And the dog. That one doesn't work. Um, what, what, what do we have? What do we know how to say? Just to be calm. What language would a gargoyle speak? Uh, depends on whoever cast the spell, more likely. Okay. Can I anything? tell what kind of magic it is? Roar Arcana. I see anything in the desk. Fuck. Is there anything around the desk or anything that I see that might point towards any kind of incantation or anything? Or? Nope. What are we not thinking of? Can I search the the guards, the books in that bookshelf there? There are no books, just clothes and stuff like that. He said. Yep, there's papers on the desk, all of which seem like reading plans. Can we read from Be Calmed? Did anyone else tell us anything? It's a book about air elementals, about their origins, um, how to fight them, how to befriend them. What could a broken arrow represent? Broken arrow, broken weapon. Peace. You say peace. The gargoyle slides, revealing a set of stairs. Okay. Peace. Well, let's go. Can I see anything down there? <sighs> you see. Whereas this was stonework, below it is a cavern. Inside, you see, it's completely dark. You see what looks like a lot of webbing around? Hmm. That's really all you can see. You can't really see past the webbing. I'm. I would go in. I'm yeah. not scared of webs. I'm not scared of the dark. So I go down. You go in. Start to hack your way through the webs. Yep. Place the rest of you on the stairs. Imagine. And then I'll follow closely behind Eric. Or yeah. closely behind Torque. Torque. Uh, as I'm going down through the uh, the webs, I do have dark vision, sixty feet. Roll perception. Twelve. Plus 
the perception. Uh, um, Twelve. Twenty-six. I'd like to do the same. Twenty-six yeah, in right. my dark vision. Yep, I heard you. Alright, need a thing. Need a thing. Put it in that box! <laughs> so, Torque notices a gleaming wall of ice in the back of the room. It's almost translucent. You can see behind it that there's a room. Okay. And there is like a pedestal that's a hand, like a statue. It's holding a ruby. Holding a ruby, though, that's what we want. Elor notices up on the wall a very big spider. Guys, watch out, there's a spider. Roll initiative. All right, you gotta fight a spider. 16. Fight a spider. 18. 18. 14. 16 plus. Two for me, so I'm 20. 15. Alright, let's start at 20. Is Thane? Yeah. 19? 18? Me. 17? Me. 16? 15? Me. That's all of you, right? Doggy? Oh yeah. What about the doggy? 18. Plus. So. Does he have anything? Put him up here. Alright, Thane, you were first. Okay. So, um, go in to attack the spider. Okay, it is up on the wall. Uh, you could rush at it and stab at it with your spear, or you can try and throw the spear. Or if you have any other weapons, there were any weapons you could want back in that barracks. Well, um, I have a hand crossbow. Okay. You could shoot at it. I could do that. Move up closer, shoot at it, and then when it, if we can get it down, you can stab That's it then. 1d6 plus 2, I guess. You gotta shoot at it. You have to hit first. Oh. 11. Plus? Um, with a crossbow, four, uh, four uh, 15. That hits. Damage. Okay. That's this, right? No. Mm -hmm. uh, D6, the square one. Right there. Two. Plus? Uh, four. Six. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm no. playing it. Plus two, I guess. It's... Two plus two. So four total. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you shoot at it. It goes into its thorax and some green venom or blood pours out. And it screeches and hisses. Okay. Allure. Okay. Um, pulling out a weapon or anything or swapping weapons, what is that? Is that free actions, an action? Um, it is, I believe, a free action. Okay. So I'm going to put my uh, scimitar away and reach into my pouch okay and I pull out um, like this stem and thistle okay and I uh, I'm gonna use thorn whip yep. to create a long vine like whip covered in thorns that lashes out of my opponent a creature in range so I'll move up a little bit because it's a 30 foot range mm -hmm. so I don't know how far I need to reach 5 10 15 20 25 so the front line will work okay I'll move to here okay and I will Whip. Cast this out, this whip. Um, let me see if I hit. 17 plus 5. That'll hit. Alrighty, so I will be doing a uh, 1d6 piercing damage. Okay. Which is 3. And uh, if the creature is larger or smaller, you pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to you. 
Nice. So I'm gonna pull him down off that wall. That's great. Using this whip. Okay, so you do so. How many feet? Uh, 10 feet. Okay, so that will just be on the ground. Will he perhaps take any fall damage from being pulled off there? Yeah. Yeah, he will. He's a cat. He lands on his feet. Uh, <laughs> roll a d6. Four. All right, so you grab at one of his legs. It, the thorns dig in. You pull and flick your wrist so that the whip comes back to your hand as this has landed and is getting ready to pounce. Uh, it is Mercury's. Okay. What's he doing? 16. Oh, he's going to bite. He's going to okay. get up there. <laughs> okay. Uh, that hits. Roll a d6 plus two? Plus three. Plus three. Six. Nine. Six damage or you rolled six? Rolled six. Rolled six? Cool. Okay. Uh, the uh, damage is one d6 plus one. The attack is plus three. Plus one. So, so seven damage. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, he still goes up and grabs at one of the, like, joint connectors towards the end of its leg and just bites down, pulls it off, and runs off with it like a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. All right, fetch. All right, um, Eldritch Blast. Okay. Roll to hit. Roll it again. <laughs> so it's flat. There we go. Um, 23. 23 is a hit. With uh, 13 damage. That's uh, force damage, if that matters. Okay. You blast it. It flies back, hits the wall, and as it tumbles this time, it lands on a stalagmite, piercing it, and it dies. It flits on its back and curls its legs up. Stupid spider. There's a nice wall before you. Hmm. It appears to be ice. You get up to it, it's cold. It doesn't appear to be melting. You think it's been here it's for a long way. time. It goes all the way across? Yep. What's the vine? All the way to the ceiling. I think the most rational thing is to hit it with my hammer as hard <laughs> as I can. Roll to hit. Seven. Uh, I'm gonna miss a wall. Plus. Roll or a reflex save. Ooh. One. Okay. Jesus, Eric. What do you expect? So, uh, you hit it, and icicles shoot out at you. Not from the damage, but it seems like some sort of a defense that the wall has. Okay. You take seven points of damage. Okay. What is divine sense? Um, you can tell if there's evil around, or enemies of your god. Okay. Lay on hands is obviously heal, right? Yep. It right. heals your paladin level times five. Can I heal Eric? Yes, you can heal him five hit points. Are we? Up we're to not. Five. We're not in initiative, though, right? Nope. Okay. Um, I'm gonna walk up slowly okay. and try to like glance. I want to kind of perceive this, maybe uh, like a nature check kind of thing on it. Like Arcana it, would be more appropriate. Um, it's magical in nature. Not very good with Arcana, but I'll, I'll try it. I'll try Arcana check. Okay. I'd rather try nature checks. Uh, Eleven again. That's six. <laughs> I'm afraid with our comment. Can I, uh, you think it's worth me trying to use Divine Sense to see if there's evil around, or does it really matter if I'm just trying to get some You just killed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, what do we have? What else can help us get through this? Um, special brew. Can you see through it? Yes, easily. Can my dog just teleport through? He can. Is there a reason for him to do that? <laughs> yeah, there's a ruby. A ruby. Yeah. Can you grab it? So can he teleport the ruby? You can see. He does. He okay. comes back with a ruby in his mouth. Which is why okay. we made a dog in the first place. Alright. The illusion drops as Mistress applauds. Yay! Well done, students. Well done. So glad I remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Alright, All right. guys, congratulations, gentlemen. We shake hands. I... Now, so we're doing the storytelling experience. Mm -hmm. So you'll level up um, after certain points in the story. Okay. So you have all leveled up to level two. Cool. Alright. Okay, so it's going to be based on the story, not necessarily XP. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming my hit points go back to normal? Uh, you will be able to rest okay. after this, Later. so that they do. So we can level up real quick, it's real fast for level 2. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Sweet! Sweet! We'll have to get rid of these negative modifiers. Alright. Yep. Druid at level 2. Yep. Uh, you gain the Druid Circle ability. You identify Circle of the Land, Circle of the Moon, or... We were looking at another one, right? Yeah, get like circle of something. Why don't you take the laptop? You're a barbarian, right? Barbarian too. So as a barbarian, uh, you gain reckless attack and danger sense. Reckless attack. You can throw aside all concern for defense to attack with fierce desperation. When you make your first attack on your turn, you can decide to attack recklessly. Doing so gives you advantage on melee weapon rolls using strength during this turn. But attack rolls against you have advantage as well. You have danger sense. You gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be, giving you an edge when you dodge away from danger. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects you can see, such as traps and spells. To gain this benefit, you can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. And that's it for level two for barbarians. To Paladin, you gain a fighting style, spell casting, and divine smite. Fighting style. So as a fighting style, Shane, you have these options. You can take defense, which while wearing armor gives you a plus one to AC. You can take dueling. When wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons, you gain a plus two damage roll to that weapon. Great weapon fighting, which is probably what you want. Whenever you roll one or a two on the damage die from the melee weapon you are wielding with two hands, you may re-roll that die and must use the new roll. Or protection. When a creature you see attacks a target other than you that is within five feet of you, so next to you, you can use your reaction to impose a disadvantage on the attack roll, but you must be wielding a what shield. What was the great one again? So the great one is whenever you use your big weapon, whenever you roll damage, if you roll one or a two, you get to roll again and take the second result. Okay. So it is... I'll do that. Okay. So right, great weapon fighting. Okay. You also have spell casting. So you get two first level paladin spells, and this is all going to be on the second sheet. So your spell save DC, which is up at the top. What's your charisma modifier that's on your first page? Uh, 17 plus three. Okay. So go back. So your spell save DC is 8, plus 2 for your proficiency, which is 10, plus 3 for your charisma modifier, so 13. And your spell attack modifier is plus 5. Uh, we can pick your spells. 
between. Um, but you also get Divine Smite, which is going to go in the front. When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend a spell slot to deal plus 2d8 radiant damage. What do you mean suspend a spell slot? So you'll learn two spells. You can take like a healing spell or you can take like a protection spell. There's a bunch of spells you can choose from. Yeah. You have two of those a day. Instead of casting one of those, you can use this divine smite attack instead to hit something really hard. Okay. Just for the day, it gets rid of it though, right? Yes. Okay. Dang. That's very useful. Well, you get to do it twice. Here are your options for your first level spells, although I believe you get to choose these every day. So it's not something you need to choose now, but you can look through them. Okay. Uh, how many spell slots? You prepare the list of spells that are available. Choose from the Paladin spell list. So yeah. Choose a number equal to Charisma modifier plus half of your level. So actually you get... you. Every morning you pick four of those spells, two of which you can cast each day. And you can cast the same one twice. So choose four, but I can only use two. Every day, yeah. You okay. choose four, so you have like an option. Okay. But your god only grants, grants you two per day. Should I keep these in my folder? Uh, sure. Okay. And then Calvin, the warlock. At level two, you gain Eldritch's Invocations. Your spells known goes up to three. Your spell slots goes from one to two, and you know two invocations. So my is that my spell level or just my total slots? Uh, your knowns, which one? Oh, your spell level is still level one. Okay. Uh, Eldritch invocations. In your study of occult lore, you've unearthed Eldritch invocations, fragments of forbidden knowledge that imbue you with an abiding magical ability. At second level, you gain two Eldritch invocations of your choice. Your invocations are detailed at the end of the class description. Mm, they're starting from there. You also all get your hit die as well, so let's go ahead and do that. Uh, on your front page, there should be hit dice, which is in the center, like in the very center, mm -hmm. slightly to the left. Yes. Um, so Eric, what is your die? D12. Okay, so we'll take the average, which is a six, and... Nah. Go ahead and roll it. Roll what? This? A D12. A D12, which is the one that's almost like a D20, yeah. but a little that's smaller. It. Two. So add your constitution modifier. Add what? Your constitution modifier, top left. Yeah. So what is that? Plus two. So you get four more hit points. Your maximum hit points goes up four. Okay. Shane? What? D10. Yep, so roll a D10. Six. I think that's a that's nine. That's a nine. Or nine. So what's your constitution modifier? Two. So add 11 maximum hit points. Wow. Mine's a D8. Okay. And that's a four. Plus con. Plus two. So it goes up by six. Okay. Six plus con is plus two. So eight. eight. So I go up eight points? Okay. Yep. So we'll go back so. to Mistress real quick. So she says, um, well done. Fantastic job. Mm. Ruby. None of you die. <laughs> nope. Which is always pleasant. Um, so your next test uh, will be from Professor Sharp. Okay. And it will Cold take man. place in Far Tide Forest. So if I were you, I would use um, the next couple weeks in order to get ready. Okay. Because you will be venturing outside of the school. Did anyone else uh, complete their tasks? 
Um, as you guys are finishing up, you see a familiar group of four come in, one getting ready to start. Just want a bird head? Yes. Class 1B. Chip. Chirp. <laughs> Chirp. Chirp. Chirp, yeah. Chip. <laughs> um, you see the, the bard snap his fingers. Ah, we weren't the first, but we will be the best. You guys we'll see. start to head back, nurse your wounds, and go back to your room. I received no damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take a shower. And now we have a dog. Yeah, we do. Wait, do you keep the dog? He's not leaving yet. It's my companion. But the cloak. Hmm? <laughs> oh, the cloak. Are you going to go deliver the cloak? Hold on to it for a little bit. That's what I say. I give it back. Get and go to the headmaster. Yeah, we got to give him what he asked us for. He's like, yeah, just no, because he got, knew you were going to keep just it. Just because we got, got interrupted. I said we go back and return and... the book to the library. Yeah, return it to him. You return the book. Return the book. All right. Turn maybe you can return the brew. brew. Maybe we all have some special brew. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all keep what we got. I think we all keep what we got. It's part of. I'm supposed to find the cloak. I'll go back. If, if we're heading back, I'll head back towards the headmaster's thing and let okay. him know. I'm like, sir, I found your cloak. I don't know how we want to do it. <laughs> you should get some phrases from him so that you can teach him how to use his cloak. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you. Points over at a coat rack. You see something that looks a lot like that, but on the rack. So He's got more of these! <laughs> I think he means huh. keep it, right? Perhaps I'll hold on to this one for a while. You do that. I, I nod and walk out. He comes back to the door and tells me that I was right and should have known right there. And we're gonna do the book. There's probably a reason why we can always check it out later. Yeah. Yeah. You have to All get right. back on that shelf. I'm gonna go back, get up to my bunk, and I guess I'll set my cloak up on the corner of the bed, <laughs> like hanging down. Hangs down my face and slaps me in the middle of the night. <laughs> That'd be great. I love it. I guess that's it, right? Anything we else? sleep! A job right. well done. Yes. But the journey has just begun. All right. Well, that's it for this video. That's not it for the adventure. If you want to come back, subscribe so you never miss a video. You can check it out now at, or in a week. Or work. Uh, I guess. Check it out early. To Blind Wave Plays Dungeons and Dragons, 5th edition. So this is called? I don't know. It's a long title, Rick. Who knows what it's called? Oh, it's like Torchbearer Academy. This is the Torchbearer Academy arc. Well, good. That's where we're at. We'll see if we get past it, if there will be an arc too. I want you guys to imagine, we watch a lot of TV, and there's like, oh, yeah. last time on. Previously. Previously. Okay. Yeah. On D&D. So what did your characters do previously on D&D? Well, we had a battle with some fake goblins, because it was like a 
vision thing. We were looking for things. You just cut to the it. end. <laughs> oh, I thought I was asking you. I wanted a summary. Are you asking me? All right, do a summary. Previously, Elor met three weird individuals and found a bunk and then went to class where he learned about bullets in a bestiality class. And then he continued on to an alchemy class where he witnessed Thane stealing some items. <laughs> and then uh, we went on to our orientation to where we learned of a almost scavenger hunt kind of ordeal. Yep. And yeah, then my item the quickest. Then the crew of uh, let's see, Elor, Thane, Torque, and the unknown guy <laughs> um, split up and all found um, a cloak. Brew. Brew. Um, Which I shared with the chef. Shane had there. to help an individual with some animals. He had to watch the dog. And then the uh, the other guy had to get a book. <laughs> so we found uh, all those items. Went found a uh, an illusion dungeon, and then completed the task in there and found the magical stone that we were supposed to find. And I believe that's where we ended, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> Torque and Thane also had a del delicious breakfast. breakfast. We did. We we. we... <laughs> Uh, Tor Torque and uh, Thane developed a kind of a good rapport. Mm -hmm. I think that's all key. Like working together, we, you know, it's hard to go through like battle and not bond a little bit. Yeah. Sure. And you have a puppy. I have a puppy named Mercury. A blank dog. Yes. And, and now Elor has a pet cloak. Does that have a name? I don't, I don't even know what it, the creature's called. Doctor <laughs> Strange call his cloak. It has a name again. I, I don't remember. It's like five syllables. The Shroud of. Agamotto. Yeah, that's the eye. I want to somehow like incorporate it into my cloaky costume and just wear that? that, and then that's it comes cool. off and does its Green stuff. Election. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, you oh. can. It that's can look like <laughs> anything. Really? Pretty much. I might do that. That'd be cool. Okay. All right. So you guys passed your first assignment <clears throat> with flying colors. You were the first to complete the scavenger hunt, if yeah. you will. Wait, there's like a rival group with a. Girl with a badass, right? Mm, yes. Just your imagination. <laughs> That's exactly how I described her. Yeah. <laughs> this There's a rival group with a girl with a fat ass. There's a. She has half white hair, place. half red hair. Um, there's some kind of birdman, yes. some kind of bard. Yes. And a fourth one I cannot remember. That was the woman I think Shane was describing. Oh. Hawkwood. That's the fat ass woman. <laughs> um, Who's the red and white? Mika. It's Mika, Sophia, Harrison, and. Chirp and sure. Mecca. Yeah. Mecca Hawthorne. Mika. Mika. Mika Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, that sounds Two like E's. I wrote that down wrong. <laughs> well, my E looks like I, I heard Mecca. <laughs> I heard Mika. <laughs> like when we watch an anime, we're all trying to figure out how to spell something. <laughs> so, which is the one with half white, half red? Uh, Sophia. Sophia. Sophia the first. Lone Steve. Mika is uh, the other one? Yes. Okay. All right. So, it's been a couple uneventful days. Okay. You now find yourselves again in the blinding white alchemy lab, mm. uh, hearing a lecture from Professor Sharp. Yep. He's lecturing on augmentation potions, but he seems to frequently like lose his place, uh, his train of thought. He's talking about things, but he'll stop for a, set, a few seconds and then start talking about something else. You're having a really tough time following exactly what he's lecturing on. He's, he's the guy that's always cold. Yep. Yes. He has a ring that keeps him cold. The alchemist. Can you guys roll insight checks? My new, uh, not new, I've had them for a while, but they're elven dice. What does it say? 15. <laughs> That's why I hate them. That's why I hate all elven dice. We get the 10. What was it? Insight? A 20. That's a 12 in insight. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 
And it, minus one is my modifier. I have an 18. I got four. I have 11. 11. <laughs> in, the, in the jail already. Insight? Okay. You got a four? <laughs> yeah, and a minus one modifier. So three? <laughs> no, we got a five. Oh, okay. Turn to four. I have 18. I have 14. I had 12. I don't think I was paying attention. My character. No. You're still thinking about, like, breakfast? <laughs> All right, so you two, um, he seems distracted, like something else is weighing on his mind. Something heavy. Something. You notice, uh, at first he seems to be staring blankly into space during his long pauses, but you notice he always seems to be staring in the direction of him. Of this guy? Yeah, as if whatever he's thinking about involves him. Hmm. Interesting. I probably noticed because I was paying attention to most of the class. <laughs> I'm not looking at the professor, I'm looking at you and I'm like, what's bothering him? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so he goes on for a little longer and then eventually says, class dismissed. Except, I need to see you four after class. God damn it. What? Guys. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Should pay attention. <sighs> Keep getting me in trouble. Uh, you four, I have an assignment. Oh. In two days' time, I need you to go and gather some ingredients. It's also a test of your... Adaptability, your ability to think on your feet. Okay, good at that. You're gonna need to go into Far Tide Forest. You'll receive the ingredients list the day of. It'll take at least three days, so pack accordingly. Be sure to bring vials, glass droppers, bags, and jars to hold the ingredients in. But sir, I don't have any of those. Can we use yours? Of course. I'm fine. I thought I took <laughs> some from that class at one time. And that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> but they're full of stuff. <laughs> You need empty ones. Yeah. Don't them in the bathtub. They're valuable right. chemicals. You can't, are you, you're not saying that out loud, are you? No. <laughs> because you stole them from him. Yeah. <laughs> He's just mumbling. What's that guy talking about? Why just us four for this? Less, is this a lesson? Do we get credit? Yes. A most valuable lesson. Okay. Does everybody else get a lesson? Yes. Everyone will make their way into the forest at some point. Interesting. Okay. Why are we first? Probably because we got our scavenger hunt stuff back first. Because they're awesome. Yeah. Can I say awesome? Is that a good thing for a... <laughs> you gotta say what it, else to say? You gotta say it in your accent, though. Awesome. We're, we're awesome. We're totally awesome, awesome man. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome's a weird word to try to say in there. Awesome. I'm not gonna say awesome anymore. Because say we're brilliant. The, because we're brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't want to say that one. <laughs> There's no Liviosa. But I feel like my character would be the one that would do that. That is my <laughs> Okay, well, uh... Kind of, Three days. Three day camping trip. That sounds fun. At least three days. We gotta pack accordingly. What is the list of supplies that we must gather? Didn't you listen? He said we'll yeah, jars, get the list vials, the day and bags. we leave. Yeah, yeah. Just bags, jars, vials. The day we leave, they'll let us know. We're not. Yeah, we're not getting bags, jars, or vials. For Tide Forest. We'll borrow one. Before you leave, I, I just need a few measurements, if I could. Measurements. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, he starts uh, taking out like a flexible ruler. He starts to measure each of you, like your heights. Okay. Huh. I whistle and my cloak flies off so that he can get accurate <laughs> measurement without leading the way. If you can also all please step on the scale, please. I approach the scale, look around. One, my right foot on, my left foot. <laughs> he I look at the scale, start walking towards it, contemplate if I really want to do it, <laughs> then left, then right. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just get on the scale. <laughs> we don't know if you walked, or if you flew, or if you jumped. <laughs> I'm on the scale. Roll for how tall I am. 
That's already a decided. 15! What? 15 <laughs> inches! <laughs> Best of luck. Alright. Okay. I wonder why he had to measure us. We could always ask him. Is it gonna be cold? Maybe they have to give us like cold winter clothes? It's a fertile forest. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's far tide. Far tide. Fur tide. Far tide. <laughs> fur tide. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold because you gotta wear furs. <laughs> what else could it be? I imagine since we're in a similar region, we leave. We're just. When do you say we leave? Two days. Two days. We leave in two days for three days. Possibly three days. It's least. a three-day journey. At the least. Yeah. All right. Is it three days one way? The soonest you could be back is in three days. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I guess if we're if they're gonna head out, I'm gonna get the vials or whatever that I can borrow from the teacher. Okay. Um, what's his name? Mr. Sharp. Right? Yes, Professor Sharp. Hello, Professor Professor you got it. Get that for all of us. I'll gather the vials. Okay. Also, I'll gather all the vials. We're going back to breakfast again. Are you, what? Are you getting the bags and the jars? Yes. Okay. I would also like to collect a few extra for myself. Sure. He says you'll need a glass dropper as well. And these ingredients will be harvested from jars, plants and animals. Vials. Jars, vials, glass dropper. Alright, so you have some time before Gut Splitter's class. Okay. Is there anything that you want to do? Or we can jump straight there. Well, I thought maybe we can get to know each other. You can get to know each other. You can talk to other students or upper level students to see if they know anything about Far Tide Forests or look it up. Well, I'm gonna carry all these vials and droppers back to clap back to my, my room. I'm not gonna just carry them the rest of the day in a glass. I also gotta make sure that we have a way of taking them so that we don't break them on the way. You need any help? Sure. Okay. I help. <laughs> <laughs> I gather things and don't break any. You just put them in your beard? Yes. Okay. It's like uh, packing. It's like yeah, cushion, yeah. Cushion. 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 Peter cushion. So that can be an excuse to go back to our dorm, or whatever it's called, yeah. to put stuff away. Let's all, and start okay. Let's all go. Make sure we got our stuff. Make sure there. Are you going to follow us to the dorm, sir? I suppose so. Okay. I introduced myself, and I was rude at, and I asked for your name. So let me try it again. Not be so rude this time. I'm Thane. I'm Vil Volkim Ildemar. I prefer not to touch. It's fine. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, how do you spell? Volkim. Vol okay. Well, Volk why don't you like the touch, Volkim? It's a personal choice, one which I would prefer not to divulge. Okay. Why you got a mask on? <laughs> he does he? <laughs> yeah. I do, yeah. Okay, I did not know that. <laughs> mask, similar to like uh, Plague Doctor's mask. Um, okay. Yeah, he kind of just kind of eye holes and uh, like a heavy um, fitted cloak almost. Okay. Okay. Bulge on my back. Like Flazimoto? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Does that mask get hot? Extremely. Why don't you take it off? Certain physical. Well, don't be rude, Torque. <laughs> uh, necessitate the mask mm. for yeah. mine and your safety. Oh, okay. Not a good looking man, are you? <laughs> I rip you up. Don't, I don't like to touch you. <laughs> you just instantly die. <laughs> uh, where are you from? From an ancient realm, one that no longer exists. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia? Uh, well, like, I haven't divulged my backstory. You know what I mean? So. Uh... Well, when you introduced yourself, you said you were from Celestia. Yes. But it was, I was kind of vague, you know. Yeah. Okay, what do you like to do for fun? You know, why are you at the school? To learn. What your what your end goals? Most people come here for a reason. Well, what's your reason? Thing? 
I just wanted to learn as well. Hmm. Just yeah. like a general sense of learning. I mean, I want to increase my knowledge of the arts. Hmm. Why are you here, Talk? Well, I didn't have a whole lot of options. Uh, a, a man came to me and he had heard my stories and offered to pay my way to come here. And I really just didn't really think about it. I thought it sounded like something interesting. I don't really know where I'm going to go in life, but I got to go somewhere. I met you fine fools. You skipped over Volcom. Volcom, is there anything you want us to know about yourself that would that we should know? I'm here to learn amongst fine fellows such as yourselves. I'm sure we will exceed. Okay, sounds good. What's your favorite thing you've learned so far? Is it the squirrel named Robin? <laughs> what? <laughs> My friend. Yeah. From when I was oh. in the woods. Or was it a Robin named Squirrel? It was a squirrel named Robin. Yeah, that's right. That's my favorite thing so far. That and the bullets. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand everyone's personality so we can piece everything together to be the most effective that we can be. Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest, fellas. It, it seems like with us rooming together and going all these classes together, like, it seems like our success at this place relies on each other. Or no shit. I didn't know that coming in. I thought I was just going to a school. It's not like I go, you know, to my little dwarf elementary school and my buddy messed up and I can't graduate, you know? And Laura, what do you think? Allure. Allure? Yeah. yeah. Uh, about what? About being in a group? Yeah. It's weird for me, but if our fates are intertwined, then that's what it will be. Anything that we should know about you? Uh, nothing specifically. I grew up in the woods after being exiled from my tribe. What were you exiled? Uh, there was a curse that was blamed on me. But it wasn't you. That's what I've been told. Why you, you've been told it wasn't you? I was, yes. Why did they think it was you? I came across these powers, and it's oh, how yeah. I get my wild shit. I think I was murdered, and I'm really innocent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you're at the school, you know? And now I'm here trying to perfect my abilities and find the true cause of my, the, my tribe's curse. Okay. Alright. So what are your powers? Like, we're all here for a because we have these powers. What are yours? Do you remember when I turned into that rat? You know, I thought you turned into a rat, <laughs> but I didn't want to offend you. <laughs> I didn't, I, could, I don't see very well sometimes. I was sure that you just disappeared. Oh, rat! Hey, I'm a rat. You just, you just called him an ugly person. <laughs> I was Josh. <laughs> Seriously, though, you can turn into a rat. I, I have many shapes. What are the shapes you got? Like a tiger? Uh, not yet. Okay. I'm still working on that. How does that work? I gain these abilities uh, from a spirit in the forest. Okay. Which spirit? I don't know. I've never seen it again. And that's what they blame the curse on, but I believe that not to be true. So you're basically exiled because you're clumsy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to heal people. Yeah. Can you turn into anything that can fly? No, I cannot. <sighs> that would be useful. That's good to know. Is that something <laughs> you can work on? Hopefully. Okay. Like, how do you do that? Do you turn like half a bird? And you're working on it? I've never and then you turn into a full bird? I've never turned into a bird. Yeah, maybe if you can get us a list of some of the things I've that you can like turn into. Rats. That way we Badgers. Know. Badgers. A deer. Honey badger? Those things are vicious. Uh, they are pretty vicious. What yes. about aquatic? Something aquatic? Uh, no, not yet either. Okay, so nothing aquatic. Not even snakes. Nothing that can fly. Okay. Oh, so I'm just swimming and flying, I have tr trouble with right now. Okay. Same thing for me in real life. Swimming and flying. Well, if you're here, you probably have a power, too. What's your power? Um, well, I just think quickly on my feet. 
That's my power is keeping you alive. That's a great power. <laughs> Lucky for me. <laughs> You're on my team. His power literally is keeping us alive. He's the power. Yeah. He's the healer. Well, I have some healing as well. And I also have some nature capabilities. That's a hard one. <laughs> I could just read my attributes to you. I've dabbled in healing. Uh, also, I'm a, a uh, martial arts and weapons expert. expert. Uh, yes. Now, I know when I can't turn into an animal. But, yeah, that's uh, great, great. But I can talk to them. I know whenever these acts, acts, whenever they showed up in the world, you know. We have to dif differentiate them from like normal magic to these superpowers and stuff. So maybe you're still trying to find out what yours is. I'm trying to discover myself at this school. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. time's wasting. I believe we need to get to Gutspiller's class. Oh, I didn't realize we were stand here. Well, we've already put away the vials <laughs> while you were talking. Okay. All right. So you do so, and you head back. Gutspiller is there. Starts to give his lecture. Ah, today we talk about cockatrices. You'll never guess what those bit off me. Your fingers? <laughs> That's right! <laughs> Isn't that the snake chicken thing? Ah, he draws a picture. Whoa! Damn. damn! Snake chicken thing. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a raptor. Yeah, it's like a hybrid of a lizard, a bird, and a bat. Elor, you need to turn into that! No. Foul things, let me tell you. Their bites turn you to stone! Stone? To stone? Mm. Indeed. Are they native to this region? They are. Okay. Yes, they're um, quite um, prolific. Has there, any, any, has there ever been any sightings? Well, let me tell you about my first encounter okay. with the cockatrices. I was hired by uh, this village. Their animals were being killed. They thought it was wolves. But um, I found some of the creatures drug off. They had been turned to stone. And then one morning I found one of the creatures lying dead as if it died of a heart attack or some sort of disease in the chicken coop. After examining it, I found a few things about it. I was able to research it was indeed a cockatrice. Apparently, the only known creature immune to their bite is a weasel. They're very quick. They can fly for short distances. Think like a turkey, okay. something like that. Uh, they're quite stealthy. They rely on that mainly to get their prey. They also eat berries, things like that. Normally, they only eat uh, things that are small that they can swallow whole, like rats. Can I see that picture again? Yeah. That's an omnivore. The problem is <laughs> they are extremely aggressive. Anything that they see, they will try to take down, okay. even if they're not going to eat it. So, pray tell, how did you survive the bite, only losing a finger? <clears throat> I cut the finger off before the petrification had a chance to... Hmm. Flowed through my body. Sir, which finger was it? <laughs> <laughs> this one! <laughs> it was the last one on my right hand. Got me down my prime. <laughs> You're saving that one. <laughs> Is this going to be on the final? Sir, did you kill the creature? Uh, they hunt in packs. I killed the pack. The whole pack? Five of them. How'd you kill them? Well, without the element of surprise, and if you know what you're dealing with, they're not too difficult to take down. A uh, mix of bows and blows <coughs> dealt with them easily. What is it about the weasel that makes them abuse? No one knows. It's the only creature that has ever been bitten that is known that hasn't turned to stone. Hmm. It's speculated dragons are also immune, but no one has seen such a thing. It's only speculation. Hmm. Okay. 
Now, has there ever been any experiments done with like weasel pelts used in clothes? Maybe mm, not that I know of. <laughs> maybe it's the actual creature itself. You need a lot of weasels to make armor. That's what I was just wondering about well. weasels. It's a good idea. Good just for you, talk. We need at least ten. No. Well, so they have your immune. Might be you worse. You're not a weasel, right? I'm not a weasel. <laughs> I heard I'm you're going measure. hunting into far-tide forest. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so maybe find some weasels there. Oh, okay. There are definitely cockatrices there. Cool. Okay. People are eye out for some weasels. So what all do you know of far-tide forest? Well, I'm not sure how much I'm supposed to say. But whatever you want. <laughs> well, the basic idea of it is it is cursed. It works on a tidal system. The outer rim of the forest, uh, life ebbs and flows through it. In a 12-hour cycle, all life will wither away several miles in, around 30. And then as uh, the tide shifts, life will basically mm. resurrect. Okay. So you'd best be quick to get to the epicenter of the forest. Like all life? Yeah. Like the cockatrices? Like us? The animals have adapted. They know when the tides are coming and going. Most things live in the center of the forest, right. but some things will scavenge out. So, so it, if we're it, in, it's the, in the forest, it goes to the center and then comes back out? Is it goes 30 miles in and then it goes 30 miles out. But there's still an area. But there's in the a middle huge amount of forest inside that. Okay. So it, my question is, if we're walking through it during this cycle, will we be vanquished? Is it will it drain works? your life energy. Okay. All right. Slowly, but it is fatal. So it's like, only I could fly. Have any <laughs> have any humans or other intelligent beings survived after the tide ebbs? Well. Um, it will start to wither away at you. If you can escape it, if you can run past it, because it goes in, um, you will shake off the effects. But if stuck in it too long, you will die. How long? Depends on the person. We're going to be stuck in a battle royale. <laughs> I, would just, I could have been the word. I was going to say just Fortnite. Like battle royale. Yeah. If, there was, if there was other like students in there, I feel like that's what it would be like. We're all running in there. We've got to keep moving. How quickly does the... Do the tides shift? 12 hours. Like, is it 12, 12 hours, hours for 30 miles? And they go, or is it 12 hours and they're pushing in slowly? Yes, or? slow. Like, over that course of that 12 hours? Think of it in the memory returns yeah. when they're outrunning the sun. So, the straight. so at 12 hours, it starts going, yeah. Okay. I, I, I just want to make sure, like, at 12 hours, it go, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the whole 30 mile radius just. Fills up with water. <laughs> well, like, how long does it, you know, is that take an yeah. hour for it to shrink in? So it's just turn into a desert, you know? You can think of it like a tide. You know, it slowly goes out till it reaches its peak, and then it slowly comes in. Okay. But usually, like, once it hits its peak, it starts coming back in immediately, right? Which it does. Okay. So it but takes, slow. does it take 12 hours for it to go out? Yeah. And then once it does, it takes 12 hours for it to come back in. Okay, so it is. Is far tide known for uh, anything special there you can't find anywhere else? Well, um, certain creatures have adapted to this uh, phenomenon. So a lot of creatures are much faster than you might find them otherwise in order to outrun this thing. It hasn't always been that way. So basically the center of the forest, like it's got to be kind of its own ecosystem because it's probably isolated from most of the world 
for things dare not venture into that 30 mile thing. Yes, few things enter, few things leave. Okay. Torque looks down at his notes, confused, looks up and says, why doesn't it affect the weasels? Yes, um, the weasels. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down that they're unaffected. By the cockatrice's bite, not by the forest. Oh, so the weasels are completely affected by the tide. I would imagine so. Okay. I've not. I've never carried a weasel with me into the forest. <laughs> Might be a worthy experiment. How many times have you made this journey? Oh, dozens of times. We have to go and rescue students from time to time. You should take a weasel next time to, to see I what should. happens. It's a good idea. Thanks. <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> so once you're in the center of this forest, what's it like? What's it comparable to? It can't be like a... Like an ancient fey forest. Uh, there's a lot of fey creatures about. Fey. Elven. Okay. Uh, magical. Fairies. Uh, your... Unicorns. The blink dog, I believe, is a fey creature. Blink dog. And even magical creatures aren't immune to the effects of the tide. Some are. Okay. Weasels? Again, experiment. It's best that you learn these things yourself. Then they'll stay. That's why I'm here. Elor just kind of puts his head down. <laughs> yeah, you don't have this though, do you? Cold star. Uh, you hear some of the other groups like snickering and things. What's, uh, is there any like non threatening, beautiful, like, uh, Big, beautiful flora here, like some kind of rare flowers that we can't find outside the forest. Flowers are not my specialty, son. Do we have a botany teacher? We have the alchemy teacher. You might know. You have an alchemist. You have um, the guy with the blank dog, who is like a wildlife expert. Okay. Yes. I want to go talk to him. Okay. Can I be dismissed, sir? <laughs> I leave before? No. To take those for me. You got a task to take. You don't want to take my notes. It just says weasel. <laughs> you just can't write weasel over and over. It's all you wrote. He talks for a few minutes more, and you are then dismissed. Okay. It's lunchtime. Are you still there? I don't have time for lunch. No, time. What are you going to do? Reach in my pouch. I pull out a hand of torque. A little berry. It's a good berry. Sustains you for a whole day and can heal you one hit point. I don't know. Yeah, it can heal you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. Takes his pencil. Takes his arm. It still hurts. <laughs> so did I take damage? You used the pencil. <laughs> you want to stab yourself with a pencil? Well, you should, like, I don't know, roll a d4. I don't know. You, you take a hit point, but then you heal a hit point. Okay, yeah. so I'm back up to 18. Yeah. So, well, thank you. Yeah. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Now you ice it. I'll pass it. Elor passes around. He gives another one to Torque. Two to Thane. Two to Vulcan. So, Torque, when you ate it, yeah. um, it looked like there was. Your skin started closing over it almost like a spider web. Until okay. it was whole. Oh, that's disgusting. He actually hands one more to Torque as well. So you have two. Everyone should have two. And you take his pencil. Thank you. <laughs> I will be keeping this for later. I'm going to go to the gentleman uh, with uh, whatever his name was. Okay. Where I got the dog from? Is the dog following around school? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I have my cloak. <laughs> Not a dog. 
It's a cloak. Yeah, but I have a cloak. A, a dog's cool. Count sure. Duke, Count Dooku has a cloak. Come on. What's, what's cool? Doctor Strange or fucking... Hey, you can't just say Doctor Strange. <laughs> Alright. False art, that's a fair comparison. Well, what were you going to say? The person that has a dog. John Wick? Fucking John Wick. Will Smith is an Iron Legend. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you get Airbun? to... Airbun? <laughs> hey, come on. He that's great. Doctor Strange or Airbun? He had children, and they played basketball as well. <laughs> and soccer. And soccer. Football. Yeah. Volleyball. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fair. Yeah, all right. uh, Gatok is nope. the half-orc. Gatok? Gatok. 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 Yes. Is it, I address him as Mr.? Professor, okay. normally. Professor Gatok. I'm sure you know. <clears throat> Me and my classmates were journeying into uh, uh, the far-tide forest here in two days. And I wanted to ask you some questions. Basically, are there any rare, beautiful flowers there? See yourself. Okay. Just, I pull out a little patch, check it off. <laughs> Who can I ask, I wonder? <laughs> it's becoming very difficult. You should start with your dog. If you love animals, right? You show them oh, is he ever journeyed into... Who? Uh, a mercury. What do you have? No, I mean, well, you would not dog. ask your dog. Use the dog to relate to the professor. Yeah. Mercury, do you know anything about this farm? <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk to him. Dog hasn't killed you in your sleep. No, he has not. Yeah. We have a good relationship. Mm. He's yeah. coming with me on the journey. It behooves you to help me. Therefore, helping him. Sir. Can I try to persuade him? Sure. Okay. This one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eleven plus five. Lunus flower. Lunus flower. Looks like crystal. Very rare. Okay. Only blooms in areas of great death. Can you give me a second option? <laughs> <laughs> what flower for? A girl. Ah. <laughs> yes. Usually, woo them with acts of strength. Like me and the dog look at each other. I imagine the dog cocks his head. Yeah, like dogs do. Trophies. Killer vine. Yes. Professor, you've been a great help. Thank you so much, sir. Mm. Can I take the information? I'm writing on my little notepad. Okay. Okay. I was at lunch. The, the dog chirped the dog. was like, <laughs> beside me. All right, so I'm going to make my way back to the cafeteria. Okay. I have my good berry, so I'm gonna try to make sure I have everything else I need okay. for, this, for this journey. I mean, anything else I would need for it. So, so I'm looking, I have the regular explorer's pack, so I know I have backpack, water skin, rope, torches. Bedrolls. Bedroll, yeah. Okay. Um, trying to think what else I would need to journey into this place. Uh, if there's any way we can get like potions of any sort to help with maybe healing or helping with uh, well, poison after, or something like that, you know, antidotes and stuff. If we get After lunch, I was gonna go talk to my my buddy from the, the cafeteria. The cafeteria. <laughs> okay. And see about getting some food, some rations for our trip, because we're gonna be out there for three days, see what we can, maybe some cured meats. <laughs> have good berries. We could have something else too. Maybe we need something so we can lure an animal. Not all animals want berries. To be fair, our good compatriot here stabbed himself in the arm with a pencil. Yeah, Dedication. My good berry healed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chef you can't Ono Konoki. And they're much lighter. What? Chef Ono Konoki. Okay. okay. So I'm going to the cafeteria. What kind of stuff do they have on the menu here? 
Uh, we can go find out when I go talk to the chef. Okay, I thought, you were, I thought you were either eating right now. Well, I was eating. Okay. But I mean, they just put out food. They are, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. While he's doing that, I want to go find... Um, would Professor Sharp be the person who would have... Uh, antidotes? Well, maybe antidotes, but also like a sprig of mistletoe and items ah, like that. You want to talk to Gladys. Gladys? Uh, you ask Professor Sharp, and he directs you to Gladys, <coughs> who... Uh, we'll get to that in a second. That's fine. He, he tells you where. Okay. Okay, so you're at the chef. Yes. Uh, chef! What's up? Where's your... What's his name? Do I, do I remember the puppy's name? The wolf that he had? <laughs> I don't remember. Where is your doggy? Hmm. Fetching ingredients. Oh, okay. For, like, today's lunch or dinner? Yes. Oh, nice. Hey, we are going to be going on a camping trip, okay? A very nice place called Far Tide Island. Forest. 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 Yes. You've been there before? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you recommend, like, we would take so that me and three other guys would not go starving? It's not too far of a journey. Yeah. So most things should be fine. Um, jerky lasts a while and is good. Nuts, always good. Berries. Um... Once you get past the outer rim, you should be able to find many things to eat as well. Okay. What kind of things could you forage there? Game. Um, there's berry. Not many fruit-giving trees, but many berry bushes. Anything I should avoid? There are blackberries mm. with red pips. Do not eat. Don't eat those. What happens to you? You start to lose sensation in your body. Until so you can no longer control your muscles. Well, glad I asked. What can you tell us about some of your experiences at Far Tide Forest? I don't think you're there. Who's this? <laughs> you told me to come with you. But then you said you're not, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you did. Uh, this is my friend. His name is Thane. He's really cool. Uh, this is... What's up? Ono No students in the kitchen. He is kind of fickle about who gets to be in the kitchen, okay. so you just want to meet me. Okay, I'll uh, meet you out there. Out there? Okay. Sorry about that. He's... He's a good guy, mm -hmm. but he's not like us. My dog like, looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, should use a dog to relate to this man. He has a dog. <laughs> is there uh, is there anything that Here, I Here, this is what I take. Ooh, well, thank you. Uh, he has like um, like one of those things that people tie to sticks when they're going off on adventures. Yeah, yeah. He has like a satchel like that, which he drops. You like have on your shoulder. Uh huh. And he throws you like a, a small piece of jerky, but to you it's huge. It's like a steak. <laughs> this is what I take for a day trip. All right, well, I'm sure we'll make use of this. I put the bag on my back, put the jerky in my mouth because I can't hold it because I'm holding up the bag. Thank you very much. We'll see you later. In it are various preserved meats and fruits. Okay. Summer sausage. Jerky. Summer sausage. A little jalapeno peppers in it. All right, so you want to talk to Gladys? I suppose. Okay, so... I sell over my... And the lunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you uh, haven't been here before. You haven't had any classes with Gladys, but she is the one that brought you into the school. Okay, originally. she was our guide. Yeah, she, she was, was the guide. Man. So you make your way through several corridors and portals until you find a very dark room. Uh, it's almost like a cave. Hmm. In fact, you can hear, like, running water. Uh, and inside of it is, like, a, a hut. Almost. There's like wooden walls and things. Okay. And 
Hello? Meh? Who's there? Uh, Professor Gladys? 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 <laughs> what do you want, Sonny? Uh, Professor Sharp pointed me towards you for preparing for our far tried far for preparing for our far tied trip. <laughs> I'm looking for a few items, um, such as I would like a uh, a few sprigs of mistletoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some yew leaves and um, any kind of stem you have with thorns. Perhaps roses or... Ah, yes. What do you have for me? Uh, what would you need? Some blood is fine. Come here. What? <laughs> I was going to offer some meats and berries. <laughs> I have a berry. <laughs> Come here. Blood. Yeah. Stick some needle in your arm. <laughs> Put your neck over this bowl. Huh? Can it... You won't buy yourself. Can it be my hand or my arm? Why my neck? It'll take longer, but fine. All right. Um, I I reach my arm out. She has a bowl. She looks at it <clears throat> and uses her fingernail to slice it. It's these long fingernails. She has like long white natty hair. I'm sure the fingernails are sterile. She has a very long nose. The teeth she has are yellowed. She has warts. What, this is a witch lady. <laughs> She brought us to the school? <laughs> All right. The blood starts to pour. Starts to squeeze. All right. Do I take damage because of this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, eat a berry. <laughs> what do you need this blood Keep for? Keep bleeding. I'll get your stuff. All right. She goes and gets for what you ask. Um, she has like a small bowl. And a grasshopper's hind leg! Please. She goes back. <laughs> you bleed a little longer. <laughs> I suppose this will have to do. She takes off a barrel, and there's like a lot of blood in it. She pours it in, stirs it up, spits in it. Please come again. All right. Uh, may I ask what you are doing with that? Since it was mine. I like to make things out of clay. It keeps the clay moist. You understand. All right. Uh, th thank you, Professor. Did I get like one of each? Did she give me like a couple of each things or? Um, she gave you three of each. Okay. You noticed um, when she was retrieving some of those things, like inside of her place, it's this witch's hut, but like some of the shelves are way high and there's no ladders and to get them, her arms like dislocate and go backwards. Ew. And she climbs up the wall. I, I look like kind of watches in this. We need John Constantine. He, he steps back. <laughs> he steps back. And he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't like that lady. I'm going to stop back at Professor Sharp real quick. Hopefully he's there. Okay. Professor, for the ingredients that you need, uh, how will we know if we're getting the right thing? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting like the idea of like, if he's asking for mushrooms, like get the, the you know, <laughs> the shiitake mushrooms. How do I know that these are shiitake mushrooms? You know what I mean? Just because I have a list of where. Yeah, I how do we identify yeah. 
things on the list if we don't have... Are you here now? <laughs> articulate it for you. Articulate it to him. Uh, the list will be detailed. Okay. That's it. Bye. Okay. <laughs> we didn't ask that earlier. Really. kicking the door. Professor! You ever had a TC you go in here? Hey! I got this? Like, what? Get out of here! Okay. You just leave? Yeah. <laughs> I am so chain ass. I figured it was going to be the same. Well, about, like, in the middle of class. The berries that are black and have red pips don't touch. After a long and uneventful day, you make your way back to your room. You don't see Volcrum, even several hours past dark. You guys seen Volcrum? Not since several seen, hours yeah, past dark. since several hours past dark. No, we haven't seen him even after several yeah. hours past dark, right? Yes. When was the last time we saw him? After... After class. Beast spiller? Whatever? Gut spiller. Yeah, that's it. Okay. No, um, I don't know where he is. Did it seem like Professor Shop was bothered by him? I didn't notice anything. It seemed like he was interested in him. I wouldn't say bothered. He just seemed upset. It seemed like there was something... Spaced funky. out. Yeah, it seemed like there was something, something going on. Bothered. You know, if he's not here back here for a couple more hours, you can claim that bunk of things that he took from you. Got a lot of negative words in your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> That's negative happenings in my life. So, would you like to uh, get to bed? Or is there anything else you want to do before that? Go look for our I was gonna. Friend. I wanted to browse around and see, like, I see Vulcan somewhere in this corner. Vulcan, right? Yeah, Vulcan. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, after hours, like, there's a setting change. We have new options, discover new things, like, like a game. <laughs> is that how it works? Um, do the settings change? Like, I mean, like, you might go out there and maybe there's that Connie person walking around that you didn't see earlier, or maybe you run across. That's what I'm you might run across the. Uh, Professor Vish, whatever that means. You plan for you plan for us to have these options. They fleshed out the story. He can do whatever he wants. You know, okay. like if you do something, he's gonna adapt to it. Yeah. Okay. So it's just yeah. If you want to go out there, just go out there. So is everyone going out? Yeah. Okay. And you, the object is to find Volcom for everyone. Volcom, see where he's at. Yeah, that's what we want to do. Okay. Maybe he needs maybe, help. Hey, maybe maybe there's students walking around. Maybe he lost his mask. Maybe so. Yeah. All right, that was exciting. What's going to happen next? Well, you have to find out next time. Mm -hmm. Okay? Bye-bye, everybody. Mwah. What's your power? Uh, well, I just think quickly on my feet. Do we know of any kind of rule that you're not allowed to walk around at night? Okay. Like a curfew? Well, we have um, you're just not allowed. If there's a locked door, you're not allowed in it. Gotcha. Basically. So most of the classrooms are locked. Um, the library is usually open all night. Mm -hmm. There's certain sections that aren't. Okay, so are you just wandering around aimlessly? Or is there any particular place that you're going? What's the layout of this place like? Well, there's a bunch of buildings that are connected via portals. Okay. Uh, portals. There are hallways as well. Okay. Uh, you've been to several of the buildings so far. Uh, the one with Gatok is like a, a glass dome with a big forest in it. Okay. You've been to several of the different lecture halls. 
things like that. There's the cafeteria, there's the library, there's like a combat arena slash gymnasium okay. some place. You guys said that you noticed something about Professor Sharp. Maybe we can head that direction. Maybe you can go ask him. Can I go to the combat arena trying to level up? So the, there's a... <laughs> We're doing a thing! <laughs> um, he might be in his office. Uh, he might be in his classroom, might be in his office. There's also like a, a dorm for the faculty as well. Like they, they live on campus. Unless he's working late, he would most likely be in his dorm. Okay. Yeah, I would say we walk in that direction. Maybe we'll run into Vulcan, but... I don't know where to look. Perhaps you can find Professor Sharp in his dorm. Mm. Okay, okay, so you start heading in that direction, roll perception checks. Eighteen. Do you have pluses? No. Fifteen plus one, sixteen. Okay, so there's a full moon tonight. You guys find yourself outside in like a courtyard. There's a large area with like a fountain in the center. And there's several, there's like a building basically surrounding it, or four buildings mm -hmm. surrounding it. Uh, at the top of all the buildings, they're all linked, linked with like a a walkway almost okay. like all, all their terraces are connected in this sort of walkway area um if you're in on this end of the courtyard you two both see a figure walking that is at least the same height and build as Volkim, but it's not wearing a mask you can't make out more than pale skin a shock of white in their long black hair you can tell that they appear to be an elf that appears to be an elf Huh? Which Vulcan is not. But what? Right? Where? Are we sure he's not? Uh, he appears to be an elf. Wouldn't go ask that guy. To, I don't. I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, I can imagine. Like, talking about elf. Huh? Where? I'm an elf. Do you point him out? Yeah. You point him out. Oh, okay. You see him. Oh. I, I didn't know where it was before. Oh. He rolled a like three. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I rolled a three. I'm like, where? <laughs> I'm like looking around everywhere trying to find it. What do your elf eyes see? <laughs> Um, how far away are they? Uh, the other side of the courtyard. Okay. So it's a full moon, like you could yell and maybe they would hear you. Gotcha. Can I perceive at it now that I know where it is? Or no? Uh, you can try. Now that it's been pointed out by someone else? No. Uh, I, perceive. Uh, I guess there is a person over there, you're right. You, I guess there is a person. You can tell that it's an elf with a shock of white hair and right. their long black hair. Okay, right. let's go over and ask him if they've seen Vulcan. Some weird shrouded man wearing a mask. I mean, we're at school. Looking at it, you have this feeling, this pit in your stomach and excitement. It looks like someone you knew. Do you remember your dream? Mm hmm. Do I recognize it from my dream too? Yes. Hmm. I guess we go over there. <laughs> Do you know this person? I believe so. I guess we walk over. Okay. Well, you're going to have to run. Oh. They're, they're entering a building. All right. Race there. I guess I run, and I yell out the word, Adeline! So he starts to sprint off yelling Adeline. Okay. What do you two do? I sprint after him. I don't want to be me. I don't know who this person is. What they jump him? All right. Roll, Roll athletics. athletics. Roll athletics. Everyone. He's running. Over the door. Oh, damn it. Is that dexterity? It's athletics, it's strength. Thirteen. It should be fourth from the top in your I don't have skills. any plus. Oh. <laughs> Seven, uh, Twelve. I have twelve. 
12. Okay. So you run around the top. He was in the bottom of the courtyard when he entered the building. So you can either go into the same building on the upper level or try and go down the stairs and enter in the same door he did. We should split up. Trap this guy. <laughs> so going down would take longer, but that's where he entered. Yep. If we go in the top, how high? Like top is like multiple floors up? Uh, three stories. If you're trying to ask this guy questions, I don't know if it's smart to. Maybe he recognizes him. Well, I'll just, I guess, go in the, go in the top of there and then run down to the bottom, right? Okay. So you go in the top. You find yourself in the library. Roll perception. Just them? Everyone. So I run in the library, I look around. Damn it. Seven. Seventeen. Not very perceptive. Good. Fourteen. Dice, dice, dice. <laughs> Just what I was reaching for. <laughs> Fourteen. I'll, I'll give it time. I'll give you one. No, I'll give it time. What's the oh, bad deal again? It's for the bad dice. It has a rolled one yet. Is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, it's for bad dice. You put bad dice in there when they're naughty. It's what? stuck in there. It's jailed. Yeah, yeah. they have time to think about what they've done. Yeah. And to do better next time. Next time, roll exactly. better. Okay. So, Torque, as you <laughs> are entering, you see a flash of purple red light from a building to the left. Okay. Do I see the door that would lead down or anything? Uh, so he, he sees that. You're going in the library and there are like stairs okay. that go down. I don't see it, so I imagine I keep running in. Yep. Trying to get down to the bottom floor where I don't know. I suppose I, because I noticed this, I don't want to ignore it. I might go and try to check out the source of the light. Okay. What about Thane? Well, I think she goes with one of them. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think which one. <laughs> Love the answer. I'm gonna go with the Lord. Okay, so in the library. So while you are heading to the mysterious light and you guys are chasing the mysterious elf, I need Calvin alone for a second. This is earlier in the day. It's like um, e evening or twilight. Like the sun is still there, but you can see the moon. Like dusk? Yeah, dusk. So you're walking along a hallway that uh, is completely windowed. <laughs> the way that the sunset is reflecting, though, it makes uh, the windows almost like mirrors. And you catch a glimpse of yourself in them. And then you notice that it appears to come out of you and start screaming. Roll perception. Okay, so this all-familiar blackness seems to be escaping and is screaming something, but it's making no sound that you can see in its reflection. Uh, a few moments later, you feel a prick in your neck. You look around and you see Professor Sharp. Okay. Holding a syringe. Did he take something or inject something? Is it full or empty? It is empty. Okay. And darkness envelops you, and you become unconscious. Okay. You awake sometime later on a cold metal table. Leather straps dig into your chest, skin, wrists, and forehead. You can only see a black stone ceiling with bright runes carved in it, lit by torchlight. You hear Headmaster Vish, Professor Sharp, and a third somewhat familiar voice of an old woman talking. When you're finally awake enough to understand what they're saying, you hear the woman say, He's waking up! Quick! Another dose! Another prick in the neck, you are again swallowed by the darkness. Finally, you awake. 
This time on a couch in Headmaster Vicious' office. Laying down? Yes. Okay. He sees you stir. Okay. He says, um, yes, I, I hope you don't mind, but uh, you can understand we had to take certain precautions. I understand your worry for your own safety. However, the loss of control might have backfired somewhat. Perhaps, but I couldn't let it know what was happening. You remember what you said to me when I asked you why you wanted to come to this school. See, do I remember? <laughs> was it to learn to, to control the thing and possibly get rid of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we've been studying and we've at least have a temporary solution. He puts his hand here. Okay. And you realize that you're wearing an amulet. Uh, the outer edge is a red ring that seems to have a lightning storm circling around it. But instead of lightning, it's gold runes and letters that flash. Inside the ring appears to be some sort of black stone. But when you look at it, it looks like a black portal surrounded by purple space and stars. That will keep it dormant, we think. How, how do you feel? Somewhat groggy, but my faculties are here. Do you feel its presence? So much of me is gone, I don't know what is me anymore. I do feel something, but not the same. Um, I do feel something, yes. Well, we believe that it will keep it dormant, but only temporarily. You can even see now the cracks starting to develop. Looks like, like when you burn a piece of wood with electricity and it sort of shoots out. Mm -hmm. Like that is starting of some sort of red material from the center. It'll break eventually, but hopefully it'll buy us some time. How long? We're not sure. I understand. I am indebted for your efforts. I am somewhat worried of the reaction that will take place when it finally does break, should we not find a more permanent solution. We have considered this as well, um, but if this does work, it will tell us a lot about the being, we think. The fact that it reacted the way it did to it has already led us on some new avenues yes. of thought. It, uh, it was definitely distressed before I was taken. Like it was trying to warn me, but it seemed more worried for itself. It didn't share anything with me to try and preserve me. Good, good. Progress. Uh, you better get some sleep. I understand that you have an ingredient gathering adventure coming up. Mm -hmm. So I would best get some rest and keep us apprised as to the amulet's wholeness. I will. Okay. Thank you, Headmaster. Guess I return to the dormitory. You do, it is empty. <laughs> As expected. Go ahead and go get them. Actually, before you get back, okay. you run into them in the hallway. Okay. No, I know you're going to be, be back somewhere. Runs into who in the hallway? Him. Surprise, surprise. So, like, he was heading towards that light in the building, and you run into him. Yep. Okay. Okay. Ah, we've been looking for you. Duke, Duke, do you see these lights? I have not. Okay. Do you have a mask on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 they're going to look, check out. They're, they're going to jump some guy. I don't know what's going on. But you you want to come with me and check out these lights? Certainly. Let's go. Roll perception. Him. 
Just me. Nineteen. Just him. You notice he has a new amulet he wasn't wearing before. New amulet? Indeed. Oh, okay. Where'd you get it? I found cannot, it. <laughs> I cannot say. Oh. All right, man, that's cool. <laughs> I got a bunch of meat and vegetables <laughs> over here. I'm not going to tell you where I got them. <laughs> All right, we got to check out this light. Okay. All right, so uh, you start to make your way to where you think it was okay. in this building, and you eventually come to a locked door. We can't go past locked doors. Officially. Vulcan, you know how to open locked doors? Uh, I do not. Do you want to go into this place with me? I am somewhat curious. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 me too. I know masonry. Does that kind of work into lockpick skills? So it it would be a dexterity check. Okay. Uh, Looks like a sleight of hand. 18. Okay. So you are, um, you have disadvantage because you don't have the skill. So you have to roll twice and take the lower. Six. (laughs) You were trying to pick it, but to no avail. This is a um, complex lock. It's not like one on a lecture hall or something like that. Are there any, uh, do I look around and see any windows I can look in? I mean, I saw a light. So where did I see that light emit from? Yeah, uh, from the courtyard. So there's a window facing it. So okay. outside windows. I will go and try to look through the window. Okay. Hopefully I'm not too short. Sure. Uh, you look into the window, and it appears to be an empty room. There's no furnishings, no shelves, nothing. Where did the light come from? Hmm. Well, that was weird. You can open the window and enter. Okay, that really complex lock left the window unlocked. All right, let's do that. Okay, you do so. I do so. You climb inside. I climb inside. Roll perception. I roll perception. Six. You're coming out. You're going out. (laughs) Put him in jail. (laughs) Uh, You can too, Vulcan, if you're there. Okay, yeah. Uh, P. Fourteen. You see that there, like, the floor isn't um, flush. There's like an area that has a very dim light that you can see. Looks like a trap door. I get closer, but slowly this time. Because we're not supposed to be here, right? Um, It's like a trap door. Looking closer now that you know where to look, you can see it's almost invisible, but among the wood is actually a handle that comes out. Okay. That you could then lift that door. I look around for maybe a sturdy stick that I could lift the handle with just to be a little further away from <laughs> and creep it up ever slowly and look in. Uh, so it's heavy. It's heavy. It takes a, a pull gotcha. to open it. All right. Um, I'll rage. You do so. <laughs> there are stairs going down. Okay. And at the end of the stairs is a metal door. Metal it appears door. to have no handle, no lock, but it is covered in runes that you do not understand. Okay, I do not understand these. It's uh, made of black metal with white runes. Vulcan, do you understand these runes? Karakana. Critical thing. They are beyond you. You're getting a headache just looking at it. Where 
Uh, me and Alorat. You're in the library. Well, damn. We'll get to you. God damn. All right. I want these guys to the exciting shit. You could have went with them. <laughs> you choose to go with Alora. I saw the light. He saw a flash of light and I went with there. Like, and you chose to go with Aaron. A mysterious light versus mm-hmm. chasing some mysterious okay. person. All right. Well, I can't read any of this. I, I wish we could get in this door. I'm so curious. I always come seems, back later. Seems beyond both of us to work. All right. Well, let's keep this fresh in our minds and maybe check it out again. And also yeah, under our rolls. hats. Okay, back to the yeah, library. Okay. Are you like going all out, Casino Royale parkour style to catch this guy? <laughs> or are you like no, trying I'm, to be quiet? I'm not trying to be quiet, but I was trying to like scurry along. Like I, I remember him. There should be no problem with him seeing me. I'm not like I'm trying to sneak up and nab him. Sure, but, but are you like, F. <laughs> are you in like a, a, a panicked run to try and catch him? Or is it? It's not panicked. Okay. But I'm definitely hustling. Okay. Good. So don't panic. I'm just causes more panic. Skillfully parkour. He's <laughs> like you say roll. Okay. Perfectly running. Well skillfully you're gonna have to roll for probably. Like you're jumping like down the stairs. I'm just thinking of my background. Yeah. So you run. Uh, you like are able to leap over barristers and go down some stairs. Things yeah. like that. You eventually go to the ground floor. Okay. And you're looking around, and you don't see anyone. The librarian's invisible, so you wouldn't see him anyway. Roll perception. Or, uh, what's the other one, investigation? Mm, oh, investigation is probably better. Yes, there is an investigation, but that takes intelligence. Isn't that good for you? No, I don't have the best of intelligence. He's wise. Dumb as a bag of rocks. Here we go. Or a bag of frogs. 16. You get? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. What'd you get? Uh, Seven. Oh. So, Elor, you at first don't see anything out of place, but you notice that uh, a door is ajar, that every other time you've been in here has been shut. Hmm. I guess I creep towards a door and like listen to see if I hear anything, if there's like a struggle or anything going on inside. Or... You don't hear anything. Hmm. I guess I should make sure that everything's okay. I gesture to Thane. Look, this okay. door is I look at you and I just point at it and go. Alright, I, I slowly push it open, peering inside. Okay, you do so. There's a short hallway that then ends in like a, a metal gate that looks like it normally has a chain and like a padlock on it that has been opened. Yeah. And beyond that are stairs leading down. Hmm. This seems odd. Should we continue down? I don't want to lose points for Gryffindor. (laughs) (laughs) I'll venture forward. Okay. Okay. You do so. You start to go down the stairs. You go into another section of the library. There are a lot of different books and things. Uh, Some of these books are chained. Some of them aren't. But they all look impossibly old. And you do not recognize if you can read the title of any of them. Most of which you cannot. Uh, roll perception. And the room is lit. There are several like stones placed here and about <coughs> that are lighting the room in dim light. Thirteen twenty. Okay. Uh, with a twenty, uh, you see someone in the corner. 
who appears to be looking for something, a book. Uh, it is clearly Adeline. Are they like frantically looking or anything, or just no taking their time and looking around? And I expect to find them in some kind of like weird kind of setting. So I um I just walk up. I'm not expecting any problems with him. So okay, I walk up and like Adeline. Roll insight. You too. Four. Okay. He turns startled. He looks at both of you. It looks at you. Adeline. Alore? Yes. How are you doing here? How can it be? What are you doing here? I've I've journeyed here to to learn. Uh, yes, um I'm I'm so glad you're still alive. It's so good to see you. It's long years in the woods. Yes, uh, <laughs> I imagine. The um, fucking woods, man. <laughs> yeah. How is the tribe? Ask about squirrel. He has a, a grim look on his face. It wasn't you. I know. Yeah, that's what I've been told. <laughs> it, it continued even after you were gone. It got worse. It affected the entire tribe. Um, Who's left? Well, we found... Um, this doctor, uh, this wizard, and he um, was able to put everyone in stasis. Mm. And I'm out looking for a cure. Is that what you're doing in here? Yes. Do you have any leads on what the, the curse is? I've been searching um, for some time now. It must be years, it's difficult to say. Um, we know it has something to do with the forest. There was some creature. Uh, I, at this point, I'm starting to think it was some sort of devil. Nothing that I remember. Why don't you sound like me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Uh, he's a student here. This is Thane. Thane, this Who is Adeline. Is this now? He is Jimmy X. How are you doing today? <laughs> so what's, what's your name? Adeline. Adeline? Adeline. How about Laddie? Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Okay. Adeline. Adeline. Okay. <clears throat> Roll gender check. <laughs> Do you trust him? <laughs> I can't say no in your presence. <laughs> he seems okay. Well, perhaps we could catch up on our own. Yes, definitely. How long have you been at the school? He sort of looks at him and... I'm gonna go walk over here, gentlemen. All right? All right. If you want, you can go check on talk. Really? Thanks! And make yes. sure that I, they're I, okay. I smile, and then I give this... <laughs> and I go, <laughs> and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Running to where Tork is now, okay? Are you gonna leave and go to Tork? I mean, yeah. Okay. okay. I want to hear this of the story. Everyone leave. No! no. <laughs> I'm... Not exactly a member of this school. Hmm. All right. How are you to... Where do you live? Uh, where are you staying? I've lived... How did you get here? I've lived nowhere. I've been on constant movement looking for information as to the curse. I've been to libraries all, along, all around the world. Why weren't you put into stasis? I wasn't affected. Hmm. 
Have you found any leads besides a devil in the forest? Yes. Um, there's a particular tome that I'm looking for. What kind of tome? It's called the Red Book, but it's, um, he says a word that means the Red Book, but it's an infernal. Mm. What does that one word mean? <laughs> red Book. Ah. <laughs> That's what the doctor told me to find. Where did you find this man, this wizard, this doctor? Well, uh, once you left and it kept happening, we started looking for answers. Um, there was a wizard that was traveling through the forest who seemed to have some idea of what was going on. He said he'd seen it before. No one came to find me? We couldn't. I'm sure we can find a solution. Uh, do you have any leads on where this tome could be? Here. Are you sure it's here? I believe so, yes. Apparently, uh, this school gives some sort of mark to its students. Yes, I've heard. Whatever that ritual is, is in this book. Hmm. So if I get the mark, I should find the book. I don't know if we can wait that long. Well, everyone's in stasis, right? For now. But who knows? I haven't talked to him in a month. It's difficult to get word to him. Well, I will help you look for the book. Should I find any information? How should I get a hold of you? No one must know I'm here. All right. <laughs> he looks back at where Thane used to be. <laughs> I'm like around the corner. No, I'm just kidding. You know what? I should try to persuade you to let me stay. I wasn't thinking about it. I forgot I can do that. If you need of me, I'm staying out. Um, he gives you sort of a direction of like a cave. Okay. That's a little while away from the school, like three hours walk. He says he's staying in there. So hopefully he's on the Gladys cave. I'll try to find out what I can. You better hurry and not get caught. Thank get out you. Of here. It's good seeing you. You too, my friend. All right. I guess I'll journey out and journey. Is Adam leaving out. as well or yeah. looking around stuff? Okay. Look. So as he is traveling out, mm -hmm. Um, you see he has like a great swiftness to his step that you never remember before. Okay. Basically, he left whatever you did. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I do a perception of, of this? Uh, how he has his swiftness or anything? Or how he's moving? Or can I perceive anything about that? Well. Like, do I sense that it's magical? If you think it's magical, you can try arcane. Uh, you can try... Perception. Religion. Natural ability, maybe, if it's a nature thing, maybe? Yeah. Does that work? Sure. If it's filled in, what does it mean? That uh, means you got your proficiency bonus added to it. So it is added to it already? This is nature to me. Uh, it should be an additional plus two then. It should be five? Yep. Okay. So, 15. Uh, there's something enhancing his abilities. It's not natural. Okay. Well, I don't ask him now. I'll wait. Okay. If I can search him for the cave, maybe. We'll talk to him later. Do you I'll, head back to the room? I'll let him be. Well, I walk back out, and I notice there's no Thane, there's no Torque, there's no Volcom, no one around. <laughs> I just, I walk slowly back to the room, I guess, looking around, making sure I don't miss him on the way. Okay. Don't, aren't you aware that we sp split up, though, right? I mean, I knew that Torque. I knew Torque wasn't there. 
Okay. Yeah. So you so you find them. Yeah. Heading back say, to is the there room. anything I can help you try to open? He eventually comes back to the room. So okay. you're all back together in the room. Well, found him. Where was he? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't ask. <laughs> Where were you? In a passageway above the library. Why? I was returning from a meeting. Was who? With one of the teachers. Professor Shaw. I mean, never mind. Can I see if he's lying? But yeah, insight. You, you do an insight check. Well, yeah, but that would make him not trust me, right? No. It's, I mean, just, it's you, just what you perceive. Your character doesn't roll a die on the ground to see it. Well, I know, but I thought it was like some kind of like process. I mean, we're where playing can... these characters that are in the world. So, I mean, if you want to roll it was insight, like a spell or some shit. You can, oh, roll, no. you can roll an insight to see yeah, if your insight. character okay. notices anything. At, you the know, same, at the same time, Calvin can roll something too, and then whatever. Sometimes you might have like two characters rolling into each other. Yeah. Why, why can't I have gone and joined them and tried to open that damn door? You didn't know about it. Yeah, they were, they, they had left there already. You didn't go with them. That's character knowledge. What one? Uh, perception too, right? Insight. 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 Okay, so thirteen. He's definitely not being completely truthful. You can't tell if he's lying altogether, but there okay. is something not right with his story, and clearly he doesn't want to talk about it. I'm gonna do what I hate people. I'm gonna lie and wait. Okay. Talk. What happened, Aaron? You were right behind us, and then you were gone. Well, I saw some light. And then I saw Volcom, and he has a new amulet. And he's like, hey, look at this amulet. Like, that's pretty cool looking. And then we were trying to figure out the light. There was a door. I couldn't get in the door. They left the window open. I went in the window. I went down the passageway. There's another door. I couldn't read it. It had shit, chick stuff all over it. So we came back here. All right. It must be like, I don't know, guarding something very important with this door. But we were already in a place that we probably shouldn't have been. So I, I kind of just didn't want to hang around. Came back here. And we've been sitting silently waiting for you. Let's see. What? <laughs> what? So he yeah. has a cool amulet? Yeah. Wait, what's the amulet? I present it. Oh, that's cool. It's cool, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, there's a red... So it's circular. Yeah. Uh, there's a red band on the outside. And it looks... It's some sort of gem, but... It looks as if there's like a storm going in it. Mm. And inside of that circle is like a black stone. But as you sort of look at it from different directions, it looks like a portal that's out in space surrounded by stars. Can I do a check on it? If he lets you. Can I examine your amulet? So that needs permission. Okay. I, I mean, he'll have to touch it. I have to, to like actually thorough. look at it. So if I go to look at it and he's like, ah, and punches me or something, that doesn't work out, you know? <laughs> yeah. It is best that you do not. All right. Well, that's not fishy. Well, it's very cool, as Tork has said. Cool? Cool. Da 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 da. It's the one and only Eagle Double G. Snoop Dogg! Snoop Dogg! Ultimately, we didn't find anything except for Volcom and his new amulet, so what'd you guys, what'd you guys find? I saw a friend I hadn't seen in a long time. From your village? Yes, from my tribe. Oh, I thought you had been exiled. I had been, yes. We you still had friends there? I grew, Some up, friend I grew up with my friend before I was exiled. Oh. What the I hell was he when you got exiled? I wasn't exiled as a baby. Calvin, go back. Yeah. <laughs> An exile baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay. Ico. Well, that's that's great. He attends the school here? Uh, apparently not. Huh? He was around here, but he doesn't attend the school. Is he like sneaking? Is he an instructor? No, he doesn't seem to be. Is there anything we can do to help your friend? Or help you? I'm not sure just yet. Okay. So. If you were exiled, does that not sever the friendship with you and your friend? 
I said, where the hell was he when you were exiled? Yeah. Well, hell, I was, I was over here. <laughs> Apparently they were busy with the tribe and the curse. So, Does he have information about what happened? Uh, the curse is still ongoing, even after I left, so it definitely was not me. Why is he here? Why haven't you tried to solve the curse, I guess? Why has your exilism been invoked, revoked? Should have asked that. If I can go back, I can go back now. There's no village to go back to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a hell of a thing for you to see. Very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> is there anything we can do to help? Let us know. Thank you. Appreciate it. You as well. <laughs> Thank you, characters. Anime, they go. Hmm. I would say look out for some friends of mine from back in the mine, but I don't think there's any left. Jeez. <laughs> All right. You say that as you drink. <laughs> All right. Stab yourself with a pencil again. Eat a berry. Eat a berry. We need those. <laughs> it's become like a thing. Yeah. It's like pain and pleasure mixed together. All right. Well, <laughs> pencil. You all go to sleep full of questions. Uh, you wake up the next day. The next day is largely uneventful. So if there's nothing else that you want to do, we can skip straight to the forest. Is there an armory here that we could use? Like, do we get to use school equipment? Um, yeah, is it better than our I mean, like, equipment? Is there more weapons or better weapons we could yeah. find? You can definitely ask. Like, I would love to do that. Okay. Who would I go ask? So there is a barracks. Okay. Um, you don't see anyone tending it. It mm. appears to just be open. Yeah. But there's a there's like a pedestal and there's a open book. And it okay. seems to have a list of like names. It's like a and check in items. check out book. Okay. That's uh, cool. I like that. Yeah, I, I would like to maybe compare items that are there to like my you know, my axe I already have. Okay. Just to see if so what is that? Perception? Um no, you can just look. Just look. Pick things up, heft them around. Yeah. Um, so what kind of axe is it? I have a warhammer and I have a hand axe. Okay. So like, my my warhammer is, you know, plus five attack bonus, 1d8, plus five, B. Bashing. Bashing. Uh, you look around and find it's equal, but no better. Okay. Okay, um, what else, do I, look around, what other kind of weapons are there? Uh, so there's also things like shields, but yeah. there's, um, there's all, all, lots of things, things you wouldn't necessarily think of maybe a weapon, like nets, mm. uh, whips, but also blades of various types, um, cudgels, things made of different materials, so some of the shields are like wood, metal, bones, you find weapons made of bones, weapons made of stone, mm. weapons made of metal. Okay. I do not currently... No, I do have a shield. Never mind. I was going to say, like, I, I think I need to get a shield to take with mm -hmm. me, but I think I have a shield. So. Um, As do I. Can I go there with him? Sure. I look around. I see nothing of interest. <laughs> I would like to take a few... Uh, there are arrows. Things like that. Uh, I what they're called. I think they're called bolos, mm -hmm. but they're basically... Uh, Two stones on the ends of a like a leather thong. Yeah, you throw it. Throw it and tangle up legs. Yep. I'd like to get a couple of those and some nets for our journey. Okay. Uh, you take two of each. As you pick them up, the book begins to glow, and you see Volcom. Two nets, two bolos. Excellent. I walk over and I take a bolo from Volcom. 
it says Elor Bolo. Hmm. Okay. Welcome, one Bolo. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Hand it back to Bolo. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Keep crosses out the Elor. Crosses out the one. Nine takes the two again. I guess. But. No, I don't. I just figured they'd be handy for the uh, the creatures that we're going to have to track down and stuff. I was just curious on what was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, Tork- then you throw it away in the gutter somewhere and I'm out of Bolo. <laughs> Tork sees all this happening, gets curious, picks up an arrow, snaps it in half, puts it down, and takes the other, and looks over at the book to see what happens. You see Tork half penny. Puts the other half down, leaves. <laughs> you, you broke the arrow. <laughs> I guess now you have a dart. Yeah. I don't think I need anything else for today. For like, journeying yeah, it out. So. Yeah, Shane, I, do you want to look around in the women's room? I'm kind of happy with what I have. Um, maybe, maybe I can look around. Now, I have a hand crossbow, but we've never really kept track of arrows. You need bolts be. for a hand crossbow. Okay. Um, I think you start with like 15. I remember if I used any last time, honestly. Uh, so say we did. I think if you did, we'll they say were you the, recovered them. Okay. They were in the uh, the other place where like things weren't real and stuff. True, but his bolts were still real. Oh, I'll just go pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go in there, uh, try to find some bolts. Uh, looking around, okay. I see a bunch of arrows. Looking for bolts. I see fifty bolts. <laughs> uh, you see. A lot I was waiting for you to take the lead. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean you can take. 30 of them. Like, okay. any more would be cumbersome okay. to carry. Okay. But right now I have a amount of bolts. <laughs> I take them all. Right now I have a great sword. Um, is there any armor in this armory? Yes. I don't have any armor. You don't have any armor? I don't think so. I have an armor class of 13, but I don't think I have armor. I have chain mail. Hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, you have leather armor. It's the same as me, Eric. So you can only wear light armor. Well, um, a barbarian gets unarmored defense. So his if he's not wearing armor, he gets ten plus dex mod plus con mod. Okay, I'm not you wearing can... any armor. Yeah, so I think that's oh, why okay. you're at what you're at. You can also wear a shield and still gain this benefit. Okay. But if you want, you can instead get some light armor or medium armor. So you get dex and con mod because you're not wearing armor. Yeah. So so you you would lose those bonuses if you put light or medium armor on, but you would gain the armor's bonus instead. Okay. Because my dexterity is, my modifier is minus one. And your con? Plus two. So you're getting a plus one. Okay. So it might actually be more beneficial to have armor. Yeah. Because the armor should give you four, right? Three or four? Well, what's your AC right now? Thirteen. So the only thing that you could get that would be in here that you could wear would be scale mail, which is a fourteen plus your dex modifier. Which is minus one. You get thirteen. It would be fourteen. I don't think you take the minus. Oh, you don't? So you'd be up one then. But you would get disadvantages for stealth. Maybe I won't worry about it then, because I have my rage too. Despite what they say. Okay. So, I was in there, I got 45 volts and a great sword. That's what I have currently. Mm-hmm. And I also have chain mail currently. So, is there anything better? There's nothing better than what you have. But if you want something different, like I think esoteric, like a trident or something. No, thank you. Okay. I walk out unsatisfied. <laughs> Disappointed that we didn't pass any students in the hall. Well, I mean, you can go and talk to students if you want. They're probably busy I studying. Shit. Run into them or let them come to me. Unless I have something of value. Like if you want to like talk to any students about um, 
if they've been in the forest, forest before. Or anything. I mean, none of our like class second should. year students. Yeah, none of our class should, but he's maybe second years or something good. But I'm good, I think, personally. Yep, me too. Yeah, I just want to go to the forest. Okay. <laughs> For the story. <laughs> I would like this opportunity to be a true test of our abilities, not the test All right, of another well, student's knowledge. So we have one more day of rest, and we're going the next day, right? Yep. Okay. They're not dead yet. It might be next episode. You can find out right now or next week at patreon.com slash blindway for early access. Get ahead of the curve and see what happens.